welcome to directly you episode 161 i almost said two i almost said two but this time <laughs> i did not i am aj fnatic 4 i'm joined by parker also fnatic 4 we make videos here you can support those videos by going to youtube.com slash fnatic 4 twitch.tv slash fnatic 4 and giving us four dollars 99 cents it can be your four dollars 99 cents or if you're on twitch and you have an amazon prime account you can like it link it with i was doing great man you can link it with your twitch account <laughs> and you can give us jeff bezos's four dollars and 99 cents it's for the free i stream at least once a week it's guaranteed on tuesday speaking of that though too if you uh chances are like even if yeah if you go to twitch.tv slash fanax for um gift subs happen every once in a while they do. and so there's a chance that you'll just get subbed even without you might doing even, if anything. you're already following on twitch.tv slash fanatic support yep. you you might already have a sub yeah. <laughs> currently so uh, just saying there's i was a i logged in at some point to redeem my prime sub and you, for, you already got and then sub. i got yeah. oh, <laughs> interesting okay here we go <laughs> that's the thing that's the thing that will happen um mm -hmm. not even necessarily like you being logged on but like it, mm -hmm. whenever i go in the bob well, I, I think i talked to you about this yeah yeah um where it's like whenever i go in the bob's uh twitch account and he used to be the one that i just gave my primes up mm -hmm. um if i forgot to renew it people would see i'm not subbing and immediately give me a yeah, sub exactly. and then bob would give me crap for it and be like <laughs> oh aj anyway if you're a subscriber to this channel on twitch or youtube uh -huh. you access to our supporters on discord you get loyalty badges you get emotes from time to time Alyssa is updating an emote as we speak and also some other stuff. Um, yes. So you're going to you get cool emotes. But another thing that I was going to talk to you about Me. off air, but I mean, it's interesting <laughs> to talk to people about and see what they think. Discord uh -huh. has this feature where you can, it's called stages where we can like talk and or record a thing and have mm -hmm. an audience. Mm -hmm. We record directly to you live on Discord. Maybe yeah. that be a supporter reward. Mm -hmm. I'm down. Know, what do you people think? <laughs> um, but also, you could join our Discord for the free. It's a great old time to talk to people about video games and and how angry you'll be about Kazuya, you know, <laughs> or happy, whichever one. Yeah. You never know. You playing any games? I am playing games. Um, I'm playing. I'm still, you know, shiny hunting every once in a while. I've played Breath of the Wild a few times because I'm like, oh, we have a a window mm -hmm. of yeah. time. Now I can like play Breath of the Wild. So I'm playing that a little bit because uh, I want to play through that in Age of Calamity on stream before the sequel comes out. Um, and also Smash. I So Target, I think it was Target. Target mm -hmm. was having a promotion where if you buy a family plan, you get a SD card and I don't, I don't really need either one of those things. I'm paid up to 2022 at the end of the year or something like <laughs> nice. that. Um, but I was like, eh, whatever. It's like $20 for a 128 gigabyte SD card. Can never have too many of those. I guess. Um, so I, I did that and I made another <laughs> account. Like that's so I don't have to use your account anymore for Smash Brothers when I just feel like. Uh -huh. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm messing up my numbers. Because again, I have the yep. min min Pokemon mm -hmm. trainer tie and I can't can't throw that away. It's good, you know. Yeah. Can't can't mess that up. Um, so I did that and then I freaking I made the account and I immediately got Pokemon Trainer into Elite Smash because I don't lose at the video game anymore. Um like my win record, every time I do that, my win record is better and better. Like I think mm -hmm. my win record on yours is probably like 75%. Mm -hmm. I did it again. My win record is like 90% now. Now I've <laughs> got to wonder if 
if I go in and play as Pokemon trainer, how fast do I get out? Of- <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's pretty deep. You, I think you might have to lose a few times for, mm-hmm. for it to yeet. And I will. Least, man. <laughs> you, you gotta lose like, I'd say maybe like four or five times in a row. Yeah. Um, and it might eat you out. Maybe even more than that. Maybe more. I don't know. If it's not going to mess you up now, maybe I'll just go find out. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And even, I mean, even if you did, it wouldn't matter because I can immediately get him back in. Um, So, yeah, that that was a thing. And Mm -hmm. that will be a thing. Indeed. Yeah. Where are you playing? I a little smash as you know. We did uh, join you on stream. We did on the stream. Everybody follow on Twitch so you can see us yep. both play. Sometimes mm-hmm. when Parker's able to do it or yep. whatever else, you can yell at um, me about the Breath of the Wild or something. It was uh, yeah, you, me, Lee, Mega Man, and Youth Hurt, and then Grimhane joined for a little bit right at the end. And we Justin our... joined too. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Justin was in there for like uh, a little bit. Um, and yeah, Grimhane and I had our quote unquote grudge, grudge match, match. Uh, and it was fun. It was good. So was yeah, no holds um, barred. It was bloodbath. <laughs> there were words it was... that were said. <laughs> Feelings. Were... I don't think we'll ever talk again at, at this point. Honestly, <laughs> like I don't think we can. You know, mm-hmm. friendships were ruined. No, yeah, uh, it was it was fun playing with you guys and like kind of getting bearings of sort of where I stand or whatever. Yeah, which is... I think I think you like over exaggerated how bad you are because i don't think you're bad like you're i don't think i'm bad either you're i just like think in the like i don't want to name names i might hurt people's feelings i don't know but you're like you're 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 pretty good for somebody that doesn't like play them i think video. a lot yeah i the things where i really fall short is i don't know other people's move sets particularly well to mm. know what things to look out for um there's tons of times where i know what i want to do but i don't successfully do it mm-hmm. um and that's a thing. And I also just have like too much muscle memory kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. And then, and then just like not having also the knowledge of like some setups and combos and yeah. stuff, like very few of them. Um, so th- those kinds of things are areas where like, if I got better in each of those, I feel like I'd get a decent amount better at yeah. the game. I, th- I think the, the best thing for you to try to get better at as somebody that like doesn't care that much yeah. is just get better at neutral. Like just yeah. get better yeah. at knowing what your ranges are, where you'll die, mm-hmm. what you want to look out for launch distance wise. And then you can play safe around that. You don't really need yeah. to know what your opponent does as long as you know what you can do. That's true. Um, and Link is a good young Link specifically is a good character for that because he can keep people out pretty easily, mm-hmm. regardless of who the character is. Like, unless you're like freaking fighting Fox or Falco and they're good, because yeah. I mm-hmm. think a lot of bad Foxes and Falcos are bad at using their reflector and stuff too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think I, um... learning that nitty gritty stuff will make you a gosh. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's the stuff that like requires playing the game a lot is knowing yeah. every interaction, you know, like that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think that's necessary to be like base level good. Yeah. And uh, I told you about this, but uh, ye- yesterday, yeah, I think I was went over and, was no, two day days ago. It was two days ago. Yeah. yeah um, we went over and hung out with um, our friends whose their son is my godson. And he, he's he got smashed for his birthday a couple weeks ago and he was like oh parker you he's uh eight for the record for anybody he was like parker you and i should play smash because i will crush you and i was like (laughs) 
interesting. Okay. And he's like, because I've beat dad every time. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. This will be fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, uh, I did have the realization that like, well, it actually could be not as been a, like, it couldn't go quite, or it could go not quite as in my favor as I'd like, because he uses like random stage and items on and stuff. And like, if somebody's really good at just using items and getting like getting to, you know, the smash ball and stuff like that and using it, then mm-hmm. that he, he wasn't. Um, but <laughs> if they are, then that's something that can like definitely give you an advantage. Yeah. Like, well, like that's the thing. Like I yeah. know a lot of people try to use that as like, Oh, well you may be good at the game when you take all that stuff away. It's yeah. like, no, if you're good at the game, chances are you're going to be even better with that stuff because you can exploit it. Like that's a lot of what being good at the game is uh-huh, it's learning yeah. what you can exploit. So, and so. definitely that was the thing like, um, so yeah, we, we played with items on and all that stuff. It was him and his dad against me. Um, and I won by quite, oh, quite a lot. It was yeah. A it, was, it was two on one and like they both used donkey Kong, but it was walk off stages. Oh, so, mm-hmm. so that didn't matter as far as like, you know, actually having recovery and stuff. Um, but that's toxic with donkey Kong. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. With Donkey Kong is toxic because you can, it, you it can, was, can Congo throw you, just pick you up yeah. and walk you to neither of them knew how to do it. All oh, they right. did was the like side, uh, oh, the, uh, the whirlwind, his, his, yeah, his uppy, uh, not his uppy, his like, uh, maybe it's just, when he's like spinning, like the he, like sideways one, yeah, that's that uppy, that's his uppy. Oh, interesting. Yeah, well, his side okay. be like grounds you into the. It stage. might be a side smash that no, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I guess this is upbeat. Are you just, talking like, about like when he's winding up the punch? No, if I'm talking spin- about like if he's spinning like a top. That's his. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, yeah that, that was that. That move <laughs> it, is it was a fun time. Yeah. Armored and yeah. Honestly, all they would do was just that at each other. Like mm-hmm. they fought each other. <laughs> oh, so they weren't on teams. I thought they were af- on teams. afterwards. Like I, oh, I defeated okay. Ezra or something like that. And so then they played against each other. And Chris was like, hey, um, Parker. Who else should I play? And I, I gave him some suggestions. For, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Ike could be fun because he's strong, but like faster than mm. Donkey Kong and not like all that stuff. And um, so it was a fun time. In any case, to uh, to get to put an eight year old in his place. <laughs> that's it's crazy though. Like that's a that's a bar. I mean, that's a gamble. Is fighting yeah. fighting eight year olds because yeah. MK Leo started playing the video game when he was eight, yep. and now he's the best player in the world currently. Yep um yeah. that's when it starts when they're children mm-hmm. just like star wars <laughs> yep no I, I do remember playing um i mean this is a while ago so i'm like i'm uh but i remember playing uh a i don't know six-year-old or seven-year-old at n64 smash mm-hmm. um when i was in college at some point and like i mostly played brawl at that point so but i played and like i beat him but there were definitely some close calls there and i was like oh, this feels gross <laughs> but, but like i mean the kid is pretty good honestly um, and I was also just not that great, but yeah, what a time. So Trav, there you go, play a little bit of Smash. <laughs> Trav, who is like a super <laughs> supporter of the chase, mm-hmm. probably give the Jewels up um, mm-hmm, if you're true. listening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was playing with him and he brought his kids onto the, like to play on stream with us. Nice. Um, and I was like, um, they were playing, I was playing against them. I was like, oh, they're like scared to fight you or whatever. I was like, good. And then I, <laughs> I like destroyed them. Because <laughs> like, like, he's usually beating, I mean, like he's usually like getting beat by them. I think recently uh-huh. he started beating them more because he played with me. Nice. Um, and now I'm, I'm trying to like you know keep them keep them in their place relative to Trav. <laughs> like, That's right. Trav has to be able to win. <laughs> 
that was yeah i i asked chris before we started playing i was like so asher is claiming that he's gonna like destroy me in smash and i'm not sure which direction i should take if like you know and he's like demolish the kid and i was like all right cool let's do this that's how you so. do it I'm telling, especially if that is their attitude where it's like i'm going to destroy you it's like oh okay yeah. and not even not even from the place of like obviously not to like demoralize him but to make him want to get even better than that yeah, where he's right. like oh mm -hmm. you beat me in the game mm -hmm. i thought i was going to beat you now i'm yeah. definitely i'm going to get and better knowing and that i there's will a, beat you <laughs> yeah. yeah and knowing that there's a skill ceiling that's in like way higher because like i was i told him too like i know people that are way better than me mm -hmm. um and uh and then i think you know for him his dad is just going to be the best at any th video mm -hmm. game th than anybody you know yep. so if he can beat his dad then like he can beat anybody right um he could be done k leo honestly exactly exactly uh so imagine mk leo's dad he's probably freaking <laughs> that's that's true God, huh? his great great grandfather but yeah like, man, at an old folks home just destroying people uh yeah so i played that um and then i haven't played a whole lot this week but i did play earlier this afternoon played like half an hour or so of monster hunter rise mm -hmm. trying to get back into that at some point and yeah it's fun is the it's other the monsties demo is that is that up oh is that out yet i think that's I out in know. july at some oh, point okay. no because the game's out in july so i think it comes out sometime soon like next week maybe i just know they said something about if you have saved data in that game or one of the other games you get something mm -hmm. in another game i don't know man it's monster hunter <laughs> it is nothing about that <laughs> i want to find out when the demo is supposed to be um june 25th that's next oh. friday so yeah, close I'll probably play that. Man, it's pretty close. <laughs> that's true. Yep, that's everything I'm playing. Nice. There it is. Yeah. Easy enough. Um, and with that, let's move into main topics, which there are a lot of that are all kind of you know it's all related to E3 and branches of conversations based off of E3. And I messed up my microphone. Fix. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um But first, I figured we just I pulled up the list of everything that was talked about in in their direct mm -hmm. and um just wanted to like we talked about our top 10 in the video but wanted to give us an opportunity to like if there was anything we wanted to touch on of any of these other things before we keep going yeah because yeah, i mean there was like stuff that whatever i talked about you didn't get to talk about yes, and vice exactly versa. Yeah. well i kind of got to talk about Zelda, but not <laughs> really because i was I, it wasn't like opinion based yeah stuff, right just, like in that way where it's like this game looks good because this this and this <laughs> Yep. So yeah. So um. So we've got some announcements here. Uh, mm -hmm. first one was Kazuya coming to Smash. Yeah, he's going to be toxic, and I'm probably going to hate him because he's one of those like the the fighting game care. Oh, there was like this whole thing on Smash Bros. Twitter mm -hmm. where the the um actually nerds were mad because a lot of Smash players just call all the fighting game characters Shotos, and they're like. Oh, <laughs> actually uh -huh. he's not a shoto because he uses the mishima style of, or whatever i don't really care i don't um, know what's a shoto a shoto is basically like ken ryu like okay it, it means you have like an uppercut uh uh is it like and... related to in a similar camp as the word like shonen and shoujo mm -hmm. and those kinds of things uh, like not really it's like a fighting style sort of thing it's like saying this person uses kickboxing and this person oh uses, gotcha. it's like a okay. type in the video yeah yeah gotcha um and because they all the the way that like 
like not casual but like casual fgc level like smash bros fans address all of the fighting game characters that Mm -hmm. are from fighting games is as shoto's because they all except for maybe kazuya which might be his saving grace they all have auto turnaround which means that they don't have to adjust to where your opponent is Mm -hmm. um and they all have like insane knockback so i mean like insane uh uh, hits done, not knockback. The opposite mm-hmm. of that. None of their moves really have knockback, yeah. um, except for the moves that will just straight up kill you for it, like their like smash attacks and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But most of their moves easily combo into themselves. So if they jab yeah. you once and they're good, they might kill you. Mm. Um, oh wow! <laughs> and that's why Kazuya is going to be annoying because it's like it's the sort of thing where it's like somebody that's bad with the character it's like whatever i don't really care about that but mm-hmm. somebody that's good at the character they're you're not playing they're not playing against you they're playing against themselves it's a one-player game when somebody that's good at these characters <laughs> jabs you once yeah um and that's toxic and it's gonna suck <laughs> my I, my quick opinions on kazuya is that like i don't I don't care that much about it in the smash fighters for myself anyway mm-hmm. uh, like dlc fighters but then again now that i'm playing a little bit more um, a, we'll see how long that lasts, but B, like maybe I'll pick up the ones that I like specifically Pyramid Mithra about. and maybe mm. Byleth or something like that. Like, I don't really care about getting the whole packs or anything, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe Kazuya is, is the lowest person on that list of all the people. Like I've played a tiny bit of Tekken, just like at my friend's house played I think Tekken two and Tekken tag and Tekken four, unless Tekken four is Tekken tag. I don't know. Um, I'm just like, mm-hmm. um, I just played it at friends' houses, and that you know it was a good time. And I had probably four characters that I thought were cool, and this just I didn't even remember Kazuya. (laughs) (laughs) Is he? So he turns into the only thing I remember. I think in Tekken Two, the like the end of the story campaign is a big like devil guy. I guess that is Kazuya who turns into a big devil thing. Yeah, that, I think know? so. I think all mm-hmm. like that whole family freaking like high high chin like uh-huh. uh Jin and him, like they throw each other. They're yo, they're dads, man. <laughs> they're, Chris got to throw Asher off of, into a volcano. <laughs> that's that's what's going to happen. Um yeah. but but yeah, that's like the whole thing that as far as I understand it it's like yo, I'm, I'm better than you. It's like no, I'm better than you. And it's like <laughs> I know I'm better than you cuz I'm going to throw you into the volcano and you'll be yeah. fine cuz you're a demon dude. But I don't know if the like if that's what it is like i don't know if they like genuinely hate each other and it's like i hope he dies from this or it's like oh i'm gonna throw him in there because it'll make him better um i don't know but it's some weeb stuff and uh, i'm i'm happy for people that like tech in i'm happy for Mm -hmm. bandai namco because they're working on the video game so they should be able to have more representation and all that stuff and for smash like legacy wise having like so many like icons from the fighting game genre um in a genre that a lot of like fgc like um, actually types um are like it's not a fighting game it's like all right dude we have more fighting game characters than you do at this point yeah, <laughs> like right. from different franchises and all that stuff um so it's cool on that end but from a like superficial like i want pokemon yeah. trainer i want another zelda character. i'm like i couldn't care less he that. he does feel more like just equivalent to Ken and Ryu and all that kind of stuff, as opposed to like, if they put in the other ones that I can think of that, if I had picked a Tekken character, which I shouldn't be picking a Tekken character, mm-hmm. but like Yoshimitsu could have been mm-hmm. a fun guy just because he's different. Um, I know that I use uh, Law a lot, but mostly just for his backflips. <laughs> like I just spam backflips and it was bad. There's the bear guy. 
There's, I don't know, like there's Which a bear guy. There's more than one bear. Then there's a bunch of bear guys. Well, I think the bear guy just has a like different skin. He's like a panda. And a, and uh, a brown I, that bear. sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> there, like... Um, I mean, yeah, looking at all these. No, that's not what I wanted. Go away. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. There's just like other characters that could have felt this feels in, in a similar respect to like another sword fighter, you mm. know, like the Fire Emblem kind of thing, as opposed yeah. to it could have been. A, a Tekken fighter, a representative of it, but that but felt somebody I was like a little but, bit different. Like, doesn't I don't know if Yoshimitsu is like the same as because I don't remember, I don't know, I don't play Tekken. Um, but the same as he is in like Soul Calibur, and he has a sword in that, so that he does have a sword, yeah, sword yeah. fighter, and that's nasty. Yeah. I, yeah, um, I don't know that that would have been, I mean, been sick different. if it was like King or or like, um, yes. or I don't know what the bear's name is. I think, um, oh, yeah, Kuma, probably, Ku- yes, that sounds right. Um, yeah. like King or Kuma, that would have been sick because, and like, especially if they were good, because the game doesn't really have that many good heavies. Yeah. Um, Bowser's probably like the only one, I think. Mm. Um, there's other heavies that are like on low levels and if you're impatient good you know mm-hmm. like Ganon and all that stuff but like if you play in the game and you're paying you're looking at the screen they're bad it, yeah. it's just like they're too slow they're too big they're, yeah. it's just like so yeah I don't know cool cool Kazooie's coming it wouldn't it wouldn't matter to me one way or another to be honest I would just be like oh fun if it were a little bit different character whereas now I'm just like okay cool I'm the glad same for Tekken, like, glad for Bandai. For know, me, so. like as far as like expectations as a like fan of Smash Brothers and like characters that I like, th- there's not really any character that I'm like, oh, this dis- disappoints me. I'm angry, yeah, except right. for from the the standpoint of like <laughs> Kazuya will be annoying to fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is where it starts and stops for me. It's not really a thing of like I don't get the character I want. Like <laughs> characters I want would be a plus. Um, I don't need it though. Yeah. So that's Kazuya, yeah. And then next they showed Life is Strange. And Which we were confused bad, by... terrible game. <laughs> Just because it doesn't look like... Yeah, because the... it doesn't look like the freaking... Like... like comic book style or whatever. Yeah, that would have been sick. That would have been, been so cool. Dope. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, cool. I This is something I wonder... Maybe at some point I'll pick it up on sale for Ashley to play because I don't know. It might... Like, I think... Because it's, it's a... I don't know. Like a... I played the first one on xbox it's uh, sort of like a choose your own adventure kind of a thing yeah, yeah right yeah, yeah, okay yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um i feel like ashley might enjoy that like that's yeah, she'll probably like it um she i know she watched a playthrough of somebody playing something like it if not specifically life is strange in which case that kind of ruins it but then just mm-hmm. we'll get the sequel instead i don't know so but yeah i i feel pretty neutral about this other than like cool it's finally here it's been a while that i've been like why isn't it on switch square has a bunch of ip like Tomb Raider, same thing. Like, why don't they have that on Switch? And so, so they can do stuff like this. Yes, honestly, <laughs> they're just kind of doing it. them all at once, checking yeah, them exactly. off, moving on yeah. to the next one. Uh, Gardens of the Galaxy Cloud version, also Square, which is weird because they were kind of like cagey about it being Cloud in the American were, thing. Like, yeah. we had to like double check and see if it was or not. Yep. Um, so I didn't actually watch Square's presentation other than the last like fifteen minutes of it or I something did. like that. <laughs> Sorry, Kate, so I don't but, know. But it wasn't great. This was the best part of their presentation, and this mm-hmm. I'm like, eh, like I'm, I like Guardians of the Galaxy. It's cool or whatever. Yeah, I like Guardians. Um, but everything else in the presentation, I was like, all right, yeah, 
I'm not sure if it's going to be chaos. (laughs) (laughs) That was my, I, I did truly love that. Like somebody in like the, I don't know if it was in their presentation or like the standalone trailer, but they timestamped every time he he said he wanted to kill chaos and then gave context to why (laughs) or why, like why chaos wants to kill chaos. Yeah. Chaos is coming. (laughs) Is chaos a character? I don't know. (laughs) I just want to kill the concept of normalcy. Yeah, I that's just, what I want to kill. Like mm-hmm. I have become normalcy. Like, all right. Exactly. Uh, he's actually in Splatoon three. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. He wants to mm-hmm. kill Splatoon threes. It's true. It's true. Because chaos one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I. I don't know. Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm glad that it's coming to Switch, even if as a cloud version. Uh, that was sort of a prediction of ours that there would be <laughs> that there was a cloud version game. Mm-hmm. Um, also a Plague Tale. We just called so much in this direct. I, I wanted to call attention to it in this specifically. You can watch the yeah. last episode, but we called so much about this direct. There were really yeah. the only thing. I feel like there was a lot of stuff that we got wrong because we guessed that the show is going to be like longer than it is, or not longer, but you know, like more jam packed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but like. There wasn't re- the the like archetypes that we guessed. Most of the stuff that we said, this is probably going to be here. And that archetype was there in that archetype. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like, um, let me just share my screen because this will be fine. Uh, move over. There you go. Got it. So for for example, <laughs> this is uh, first part of it. So we did see Mario Golf. Mm-hmm. Um, we did not see No More Heroes 3 in the presentation, yeah, but, but we saw it, showed it in the treehouse. Tree yep. Um, didn't see Gen 4 Inch. Nope, I was surprised by that. Um, I wasn't super surprised by that. Pokemon yep. Pokemon does their own thing. Yep. Um, Metroids. Yep. We saw 2D. Yep, we we saw. didn't see Goodfield. That was a shame. That hopefully we see. Well, we saw both. Oh, yeah, that's true. They they mentioned they they, they said yo, yeah, getting... Prime 4. Mm-hmm. Um, Monolith Soft didn't see that. Xenoblade didn't see, but we did say a first party port. It was just the wrong one, but that's all right. Mm-hmm. Um you uh, do none of those we did see a big game that's a cloud version uh mm-hmm. not game pass we did see tony hawk pro skater shin megami tensei 5 we saw we didn't see no bayo 3 mario plus rabbits mario 2 Rabbids. um bandai exclusive we didn't except for that bandai was the smash fighter so that's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. interesting um not a resident evil game we did see kakarot, kakarot. castlevania no, no except there's something in the news that maybe we're going to see it really soon so mm-hmm. that's fun pokemon um, unite we got news of a like little bit two days later yeah. yeah didn't see po- didn't see pushmo no um no or these ones or rpg well we got the, the, like an rpg but... yeah that's true it's super long-winded game was shin megami and, it was, yeah. mm-hmm. and it was an rpg yeah exactly um no vampool uh yep. no pushmo yep breath of the wild 2 we got did that. see breath of the wild 2 yep. and we mentioned that if Breath of the Wild 2 is at the end, then they're going to say just the mention of Metro Prime And we are right which... about what's not showing up, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, we we thought WarioWare wasn't going to show up like you talked about in the video, um, mm-hmm. but it did. So that's fun. And yeah, unfortunately, we didn't see uh, all of this stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I mean, we I guess we, like you said, we guessed too many things. Yeah. But that's fine. Um, but we'll come back to some of that stuff later in any case. I feel like we did pretty that's good. It. We did pretty yeah, good. and like <laughs> honestly, I kind of I'm glad that and even, even expecting stuff, all that, it still delivered. Like it yeah. wasn't like disappointing, right? Considering that, and so like, uh, like even the stuff that, like most of the big announcements or the announcements that we talked about in our video, at one point or another, we talked about this is probably going to happen. You know, <laughs> like yeah. WarioWare, even though we didn't think it would specifically be at E3 because <laughs> they did the whole like 
um survey and like we assume mm-hmm. that that would be like that's them yeah. testing the orders for if people wanted the game at all uh, not like are you good are you going to buy it for 50 dollars yeah, when exactly. it comes like, out like this game months? is done are you going to pay us for it <laughs> like um but yeah like we've made videos about a Maybe lot of they were just deciding the pricing structure of the yeah. game that was already done Yep. I guess. Yeah. So it's like it's done, but like maybe we'll do it for forty, maybe we'll do it for fifty, mm-hmm. and then did it for fifty. So it's true. It's true. Yep. Um. Uh. Yeah. Worms Rumble. Cool. Yeah. Not a lot to say. Fine. ascending. But yeah. Um. I don't even remember what this is. <laughs> that was the like RPG or JRPG looking thing that something something something. Um, I remember just... Two Point Campus. Mm-hmm. That's fine. There Super Monkey Ball. That's cool. I like Monkey Ball. I probably played the the multiplayer, uh, like like multiplayer mini game situation mm-hmm. more than I I play the actual courses. That's funny. But I yeah I think, I think Monkey Ball is cool. I've never owned it. I just played it at other people's houses. Now and you I can enjoyed own it, so. all of it. <laughs> Which I think I didn't really. I need to find out for sure. They made it look like it was all of the games. Yeah. And then they said one, two, and deluxe are remastered. Which I thought meant it's all the games, but one, two, and deluxe are also remastered of all those mm-hmm. games. I think they were actually just showing here's our legacy of uh, Monkey Ball, mm-hmm. and then showing one, two, and deluxe. From what I've seen after, yeah, okay. I look. I just looked at a PR thing for it, and sure enough, it's just those three. Which then again, like that's the well, the two that I would want. I don't even know much about what deluxe is, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm good with that. <laughs> um. Yeah, Mario Party Superstars. Sick. I'm down. Give it to me now. And it looks like they they fixed the star situation because stars are like freaking mm-hmm. uh, not inflation. <laughs> it's the opposite uh, of that. Yeah. <laughs> Deflation, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Freaking the the economy was too good in, yep. in the video game, apparently. Yeah. Um, but they fixed it. So mm-hmm. that's nice. Um, we're going to get better boards because we're getting classic boards. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of mini games, more mini games than we have in Mario Party, uh, Super Mario Party. That's true. Yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. there's a hundred in this one. Um, true. So I'm down. Mm-hmm. Cool. And it all working with every kind of controller is a really yep. big deal because I know That's I was so nice. talking to uh, when I was hanging out with Chris and um, and Asher and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was saying, "Yeah, like I'd." love to play mario party with with us but like we only have one set of joy cons and otherwise we've got some pro controllers and we can't play more than two people because we only have two joy cons and i was like well this new one this is a real selling feature that everybody always thought would be a selling feature you can play it with normal controllers <laughs> like, True. uh but no that's i mean that's good you know so uh, the, i do wonder uh, no they're not going to do any dlc like this will probably yeah, I don't I don't you, I think you, you can't if, bank on it in any case. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I if, think that yeah. was even true with the last one. Yeah, um, right. I, I think I very much so think that they were developing this and they were like, oh, we got online online working. Let's just implement that oh, in the last one. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Which is funny. We've got a comment about that at some point. Um and I'll bring that up when it comes up. But somebody was uh if I can find it actually, I'll just bring it up now whatever i'll find it later but yes i agree that was like whether that timing meant it's coming really soon or it's coming in a long time and they just started working on it obviously it means it was coming really soon so mm-hmm. cool um uh, metroid dread 
Uh, unexciting. 2D nobody, games. Why is dollars That's crazy. Like, oh, man. That, like honestly, a, that could be a like topic a, of its own. It's like a mobile game, dude. <laughs> that's that's a take that I definitely don't it's, get. I people mean, are so stupid. <laughs> people are so dumb. Like, I get people being mad at $60 for something that they specifically I, don't want. I don't get I people saying see, that but, it's... Like, even that doesn't make sense to me. Like, if you don't want it, who cares how much it costs? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, and it's, it is tricky because, um, I mean, for the record, I fully, it's worth $60. It's just, it, or even if it's not, it's going to be $60. So that's the end of, you know, like, who, yeah, who if cares? It's, if it's not worth $60, it will mm-hmm. not be $60. Right. I guarantee for you example, that. For <laughs> example, to Nintendo, not worth $60. Mm-hmm. So not valuable. And there's, there's $60. even games that ended up not being worth $60 that mm-hmm. were $60 until they yeah. weren't. Yeah. <laughs> like Star Fox Zero wasn't, I mean, it wasn't $60, but it was a retail, or it might have been. It might have been $60. Because oh, I think by the uh, time retail price for Wii U games were 60 It went up. Um, I think it yeah, went up like midway through. Yeah, yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. So Star Fox Zero might have launched for 60 And then like almost immediately, you can get Star Fox uh, Zero and Guard for like 15 to $30 at most retailers. If a game wow, is not selling yeah. well, it will yeah. lower in price. I mm-hmm. guarantee you it. Yep. But the unfortunate thing is that metroid dreads probably worth 60 dollars and it's probably going to sell a lot yeah for sure that's <laughs> yeah i want to talk about that too i think um and a game selling well or not selling well also like we don't know it all depends on what nintendo's expectations are for yeah. it where somebody could be like oh but kirby star allies never like permanently went down in price and it didn't sell well but like no, for a Kirby game, it probably sold exactly what they wanted. Maybe, maybe a little bit more, maybe a little bit less. Yeah, probably, like you know, right around the right for, amount. For, just from how they talked about Breath of the Wild, it's clear mm-hmm. that they have their like not necessarily break even point, but point mm-hmm. that this game was worth making. Yeah, like right. they made some Which sort for of Breath of the Wild. In case anybody doesn't know, was like two million. Yeah, their, their Which goal is was two million. Insane. That wasn't even like man, like make or break. If we hit two million, it's <laughs> it's dire. But we, you know, we made it through. Two million was yeah. like we hope we hit that. <laughs> like what? <laughs> and then they did that ten times over. Yeah, literally, literally. Um, so and for a game like this i think that that like that goal in their head is much lower and i think that they're mm-hmm. going to exceed that goal yep um probably twofold yeah. I, yeah. I, I would assume that this game is going to at least sell three million and potentially more than that fully agreed yeah i think i think easily three million in the first like couple weeks yeah, or something yeah, yeah. you know mm-hmm. like yeah it's just like metroid is as people pointed out like it's it's got its best shot that it ever actually, I, this is, I was thinking about making a video about this at some point should. Um, and probably will next week. So everybody will be looking out for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, yeah, that Metroid literally has the best shot that it's ever had of doing well. I would argue that if this were Metroid prime four coming out instead of Metroid dread, it would have an even better shot because it's, you know, a big 3d game and stuff. Yeah. And so like, there I, th- would be I think that this is arguments. like, it's arguably the worst case scenario for dread yeah because <laughs> um, dread would sell a lot more after prime four yes that's a good um, point yeah but whatever dude it's still going to mm-hmm. sell more than it would have 15 years ago when they totally. started it so yeah. <laughs> like yeah for sure and the um yeah i think the tricky thing that metroid has going against 2d metroid specifically has going against it is that there has not been a triple a metroidvania in I mean, a, a 2D Metroidvania in 
in like a decade or more, yeah, you know? Yeah. And so I'd say like the last one was probably like AAA, like big studio Metroidvania mm-hmm. was probably Castlevania on the 3DS. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then they remastered those and put them on uh, last gen, like Xbox uh-huh. One. And, and I think some of those even weren't, some of the 3DS ones were not 2D, they were 3D or something. Mm. I don't remember. I, I didn't play Castlevania, so, or I haven't yet. <laughs> Um, like 2.5 d or something yeah right so like that's its competition is like the fact that hollow knight and dead cells and other stuff have come out and are cheaper just because those are just indie games that just are cheaper even Mm -hmm. if they did a great job at being a metroidvania like they're not triple a games their overhead is way less than nintendo's is and like it's just it's just what it is this is also just like a triple a nintendo game um but yeah that definitely uh, it makes it harder because then people are going to compare it to something that is just cheaper by nature of what yeah, it is. But I also think that they make it a lot easier too. Yeah. Like how uh, like Hollow Knight is like, this isn't a genre that everybody loves and it's a classic thing and nobody's mm-hmm. really making anything here. It, Metroid Dread is like, all right, daddy's <laughs> home. <laughs> like freaking, and mm-hmm. you gotta get off the TV. It's my turn. Yeah. <laughs> like, that and the like situation the the 3d cut or the like yeah all the cutscenes in it and stuff like that was something that you and i had talked about and Mm -hmm. i was that i didn't know how they were going to make a 2d metroid feel like impactful and big and Mm -hmm. that kind of thing because like just taking a look at it from you know a side scrolling game it's easy for it to not feel very you know significant or imposing or something Mm -hmm. like that but having those like 3d cutscenes and and all that stuff that's i feel like definitely helps to make you feel like oh this is a big world i just happen to be you know zoomed out of it a little bit right. but then getting up close and personal every once in a while like it looking crisp and nice yeah. and how does it look like mo- like it just looks good <laughs> they're dumb like they they reach so yeah. much to to try to make their like poorly thought out point <laughs> Where it's like, I don't want to spend this much money on a game like this, so I'm going to make it seem like it's worth less than it actually is, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Um, rather than just being like, eh, this is priced higher than I would like to pay for it. Not going to buy it for this price. Might yeah. ro- like, you know, turn around and buy it when it's on sale, if it's ever on sale. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah that's fine it, like you it's like always people had to be so self-important <laughs> to be like because i don't want to spend this much money on this specific thing mm-hmm. not worse <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right I'm like, all right dude <laughs> yeah so metroid dread it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time i'm i'm looking forward to it. i'm gonna at some point soon probably start up super metroid for the first time ever <laughs> i i may or may not play the, the older games I don't yeah know, I don't know. um but also th- th- a negative thing about Met- metroid dread that i already hate is the stupid jokes like there's so many dumb jokes about metroid dread like people mm-hmm. being like it's metroid bread lol i'm like that's so dumb like <laughs> like that's such that's a stupid a joke. joke exactly <laughs> oh like, no, that's bad somebody just <laughs> learn how to use photoshop and press the b button in a font that they got from <laughs> defont.com and was like lol i'm like what <laughs> like it's so stupid yeah um, man that's very silly <laughs> fun times yeah there it is um all right moving oh, on. The highlight of the show my guy just simply 2022 dance. what's a what's an, uh, a synonym for dance uh 
Simply Jiggy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even looking another one up. That's the one. Simply Jiggy 2022 coming out in November. <laughs> um, neato, fun times. Cruise and Blast. I I think looks fun. It's mm-hmm. we didn't get an excite bike game, but this just Close about enough. hits the same yeah. prediction. So um, <laughs> I didn't realize. So this is a port of because at some point, uh, I think when I was doing like Nintendo franchises that haven't you know come to the Switch or whatever. I want to say I mentioned this one because it's not a Nintendo franchise, but it it's was like synonymous kind with of, Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in any case, I um, but yeah, this is this game is in arcades it came out in 2017 and it's coming over now so nice. cool um and actually i was wrong we we mentioned kakara and then you also said a bandai namco a Nam- bandai namco game coming over and they were one in the same and it was yep. this one kakara true. true i have no strong thoughts other than cool that it's finally coming over yeah nice I'm, I'm mad that it came out or they announced it after i already bought it on the xbox but like whatever <laughs> yeah um mario golf super rush they showed a little bit more stuff uh it's so unfortunate cool yeah wasted time (laughs) yeah um coming out next week fun times uh monster hunter stories 2 also showed a little bit more stuff we've seen lots of things about this they showed Um, this this game showed up three times in the last week or something like that because it was at the summer games situation Mm -hmm. it was at their press conference and it was at nintendo's press conference yep I, I guess that's just how Capcom does stuff. I don't stuff. know how that helps them at all. I don't. Like, I really. It, it, every time I see a game, especially a game like this, where I'm like, I, I might, maybe I'll yeah. play it. Um, Every time I see it, it makes me want to play it less. Mm, <laughs> it's like, all yeah. right. I don't know. Yeah, it's my, they must think like people, some people may watch the Capcom one, but they also may watch the only watch the Nintendo. Like you know, yeah. the people are only watching one or the other. But like, that's not the way it works. Like yeah, everybody's no. watching the Nintendo one, and most people are watching the Xbox one. And there's going to be some people. There are plenty of people that don't overlap or whatever. But like, um, there's not going to be. I don't know. It's just. Yeah, you're not going to miss anybody. And it, it, like the yeah. people that are only watching the Capcom one, they probably follow you on Twitter. They'll yeah. see the video yeah. games. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, so no one's finding out about it for the first time here, other than people watching the Nintendo one, probably. You know, that's, mm-hmm. I feel like that's the most broad appeal of people just being like, I, mean, ah, I guess I can watch Nintendo. We know direct. for a fact that it's yeah. the most widely reaching one because it's the one that had the highest concurrence by yeah. like a million. Yeah. <laughs> like, Maybe even more. I think it was like 3.1 to 1.5 million, which is like, I think that's X- a well, I'm talking about relative to everybody. Cause I think right, Xbox that's... has had like one point. No, it had like two point something like 2.1 uh-huh. or something like that. Two trillion people. <laughs> um, so yeah, there it is. Next up, WarioWare, get it together. Nice. WarioWare. I'm mad that it looks like it's just local co-op. That kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, but it's WarioWare and that's pretty cool. Maybe. Maybe, I mean, their online wouldn't have been good enough or something to make it work well. Just because, like, it's yeah, fast. Yeah, but, like, you know, for but, I mean, we talked about that. Out, like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So, I um, I don't know. I don't have super strong thoughts about it. I'm glad that it's, it's, that it's here. This is another, this is a game in the Mario Golf category where it's like, I don't need to see this ever again. Just give it to me. Like, <laughs> like. It might not be a game that like I has the most playtime on my Switch or whatever, but I want it. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like it's it's that category. I will yeah. buy it. I will play it when I feel like playing it, and that's good enough for me. <laughs> nice. 
It's probably one that I'll download from your profile mm-hmm. to like see wh- how I feel about the gameplay loop and then and then decide from there. It would be a good one. They should put a demo out for this game. I feel like it's because that's probably the kind of game that a demo would would sell it for people. Um just cuz it's so different from what you're normally used to of games. Well, I don't but- know how they could even do that. Like unless they do like a a limited like um this is like a game that they do for Switch Online, a Switch Online trial. Mm, yeah, um, yeah, because like a demo too. would just be like a vertical slice of like, here's 15 micro games. And I, I was I, thinking, I, I don't, I don't know, like, that. yeah, yeah. Because what's the gameplay loop like? Like, why are you playing the micro games? Or like, how uh, are they set up? It's like an arcadey sort of situation where usually they all have like, it's like bosses almost where it's like, this is mm-hmm. Wario's playlist of micro games, beat uh-huh. them and get to the boss battle. And then once you do that, you beat the Wario part. And then mm-hmm. like, you can like beat your high scores for Wario. And then like Jimmy, uh-huh. he has his own set of uh, micro games, beat his, you know, mm-hmm. it's like checking off boxes. Um, gotcha. And then also it's like- it's, And there's like story reasons in the game, yeah. kind of like sort of cutscenes to like right. set all that stuff up. And then it's like Mario Party in the sense that like, you can also just like play the mini games back and forth with friends mm-hmm. and stuff like that and compete in that way. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, okay. That sounds like it should be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Shimmy get my chance say five. Cool. It was the long trailer. We knew Probably there was gonna be game. one and there it was. Um, yeah, I mean, if either of us is going to pick this up, it's going to be me. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but, this is a game that we'll maybe I'll download off of your profile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's entirely dependent on what else I'm playing at the time, um, if I need an RPG to be playing. But, like, it definitely seems like if I need Well, a, see, this I, is, see, here's the thing. Here's mm-hmm. the thing. If that's the case, I'll probably buy it for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so either way, I'll be on your profile. <laughs> yeah we'll we'll see what ends up happening with this one but i mean yeah it seems cool i i'm curious for the people who love persona and the like the getting to know other people kind of you know the school mm. part of persona mm-hmm. i i don't know if any of that translates across and there's stuff like that they kind of talked about like making friends with beasts and things mm-hmm. so maybe that's the same i don't know I think there's people that know about Shimagami to uh, rise. You probably know. Let us know in the comments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, so there's that. Uh Danganronpa and Danganronpa S things and stuff. I That's don't I don't know fine. anything about this series. I know so. it's Vita thing. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Fatal Frame Man of Blackwater. Cool. Cool. Neato. I don't know if I ended up, I think I this was when uh I don't remember. And the Wii U ports videos are one of them that mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't remember if I ended up making more than one, but I wanted to talk about this game. So I'm happy. <laughs> <I'm>, to- <laughs> we've definitely talked about it at some point. Uh-huh. Um, I think, yeah, we made a video of like the last ones that need to come over. And I, I think this one came up in it, but. Um, nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'll play it. I'm cool. Uh, Sizzle Reel, Doom Eternal, DLC, ne- Neato, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, one, one and two. Oh, that's coming Whatever. out next week. I'm, but whatever <laughs> um strange brigade i don't didn't know anything about this but i saw a couple people on twitter saying like this is actually really really good and people should play it more it's not gonna be my nice kind of anyway but like it. i like the aesthetic for as far as shooters go or like co-op looter shooters whatever it actually is like mm-hmm. it's it feels different and i like that about it um but the gameplay loop isn't for me so that's fine and mario plus Travis sparks of hope 
actively don't care about this video. I actively do care. (laughs) (laughs) So there's that. Um, Advance Wars. You're not going to talk about the game you actively care about? (laughs) I don't know. I care about it. It's It's more Mario plus Travis. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah, I really liked the original and uh it's I, it looks like more the same i talked about it in my video or in my part of the video anyway so true, that's true that but true it looks neat advance wars one and two reboot camp mm-hmm. i'm down yeah if sure. for no other reason than like they're just bringing more series back to life and that mm-hmm. is a good thing yep so like that's awesome um and the fact like they're continuing being able to get third-party developers involved in the process yep. so that they can, you know, like just... They're doing what we always talk about, where it's like, yep. I mean, you don't necessarily have to have the bandwidth to do it, but like there's plenty of studios that would fall yep. over themselves to be able to develop even your D-list yep. video games. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, mm-hmm. do it more. But yep. freaking the Celeste team on Ice Climbers, for God's sake. <laughs> I mean, like, it's the, you know, the thing we've talked about, too, of just, like, them taking more risks just in general. Mm-hmm. And, like, that to some degree, getting an outside studio to port an old game or two old games of yours is a bit of a risk because, like, mm-hmm. it's a risk for the outside studio part. And also, like, maybe these games didn't do as well as you expected them to, and that's why it's dead or something like that now. But, like... Yeah they're doing it because they can, you know, they've got tons of money just laying around that they can do stuff with. True. Um, so literally like, might as well. yeah. <laughs> and literally laying around at that, mm-hmm. like, exactly. well, I guess not literally it's, it's not on the floor, but it's, it's, it's in, there. The, it's in the Somewhere. war chest. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the Zelda parts, uh, Hyrule Warriors DLC came out today. I don't care, no. um, but I might play it. I don't know. Cause I, 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 I'll have to kill time, you know? Yeah. I, w- I wonder if, do I put Skyward Sword in this like interim between Breath of the Wild sequel? Oh, I see what you're saying. Now? Okay. Like, do I stream this? <laughs> I think you stream Skyward Sword because of the Skyloft-ish parts of True. Breath of the Wild too. True. True. I'll probably do that. That's my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I yeah. I played Age of Calamity. I beat the story campaign, and then there's like post-game stuff, and I was like. Nope, I'm good. I did the story campaign and I'm happy with it. So What's like, the exp- is the expansion pass lore related at all? Um, I think this one barely, if at all. And I think the second one is more actual story stuff. If it's story stuff, maybe I'll play it. If not, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even then, the story stuff, like uh, the first game, I mean, the full you know, ending of the first game, like it's not exactly canon anyway. Mm. It's sort of like a tangential canon from mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild. So like, I don't know that it'll have any impact on anything. Oh, so I don't need to play this video game at all? <laughs> I mean, not really. It's, you know, it's fun though for the the loop and stuff. But... I don't like, I don't like the game. So if it doesn't have anything to do with the lore, <laughs> I guess I'm not playing this video game. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, um, I mean, unless they like pull something and they're like, ha ha, it secretly did do this one thing. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I'm sure some people could, make a way for them to marry them together but they kind of it's a branched timeline you know sort of a thing so yeah, yeah. well there's that I'm just gonna kill time with the original <laughs> breath of the wild then <laughs> nice um and then yeah skyward sword hd they just showed us more of the same i am surprised that we're not seeing more quality of life features um mm-hmm. this would have seemed like the time where they'd be like and by the way we're gonna do this this that and the other i mean there are quality of life features but it's 
controls. I see, I, but I could also see them things. like do it and never talk about it. That's true. Because yeah. they they do stuff like that a lot. Yeah, where they'll even do quality of life like stuff for games that are current games that aren't even like you know this isn't even a remaster or whatever. Yeah, right. and they'll pour. I mean, they'll just do a stealth update. Mm-hmm. freaking supermarket party yeah right exactly example. stuff like that um so yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if there's stuff in here that they're just not talking about mm-hmm. yeah that's a good point i guess we'll find out when reviews come out um the game to watch legend of zelda and we'll we'll come back to this as well with some extra thoughts on it uh, later no watch <laughs> yeah well because of um yeah we'll talk about it actually whatever we can just talk about it now uh as they were showing the game to watch uh Alnuma said something to the effect of no can no additional campaigns yeah. or something like that. Yeah, he said this year the original Legend of Zelda game reaches its 35th anniversary. While we don't have any campaigns or other Nintendo Switch games planned, we've been working on this game and watch system as a special item to help mark the occasion and reflect fondly on the earliest days of the Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. So that's um different <laughs> from what we were all Yeah, hoping. I don't know if I buy it. <laughs> I I do wonder if um they, they might have like other stuff in the works and they're just not like calling them 35th yeah. anniversary out of fear that they'll mario it again yes right and also that like maybe they feel like to do a 35th anniversary they have to have a specific game that represents the th- like you know 30 uh 3d all-stars yeah um where it's a limited time thing or whatever so like mm-hmm. even if they put out a wind waker and twilight princess hd collection in february something like that where it's like it is it's within the anniversary year and all this like maybe they yeah like you said they just don't call it the 35th because they're not doing an actual campaign mm-hmm. but they're Twilight just princess is here not because it's 35th anniversary because Twilight just because we wanted it here yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah i think that's entirely possible that said it would still be nice to have like I'd be down to just celebrate it in general. And like, I'm much more liable to buy some cool looking Zelda merch than I am cool looking Mario merch personally. Mm-hmm. But, you know, whatever. I'm not going to get the game and watch. But it's fun that it's got 3.25 games on it. <laughs> nice. And nice. last but not least, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel. Um, and we'll talk about that in more detail later. But it's there, it's awesome. You know? So that's everything that was shown at the direct. And now the the real question of um, what wasn't shown at the directs. I don't know. We don't have to talk about this a ton, but like, yeah, was there anything that you were surprised? We could, I mean, where's the document? We pull up the document again. <laughs> I mean, some of the next topics that we have are based out of this. Um, mm-hmm. One for me specifically was I was surprised that there wasn't Animal Crossing DLC. Like that seemed yeah, like yeah. a shoe in to me that they'd have that um and so we got uh, uh an announcement or something let's see uh doug bowser in speaking to the verge said while we didn't talk about it during the e3 nintendo direct we absolutely have plans going forward to ensure the 33 million people who have islands out there have new and fun activities to engage yeah, with. drop that flex. look for more <laughs> to come <laughs> yeah so I mean, that was, yeah, that's when I was legitimately surprised didn't show up. And like, I I mean, I said to me, it was now or never as far as whether they're going to have like big DLC. And yeah, I mean, you know. also like maybe that's why, like maybe they don't plan to do that big blowout DLC yeah. thing. Maybe it, it's just business as usual. We're going to keep doing the like 
updates mm-hmm. that are on the level that we've they, that we've been getting up until now and it's yeah. like death by a thousand cuts like maybe two years from now after all those updates it's like oh shoot mm-hmm. you know but they don't really plan to do the like come back yeah. to the game please because they don't want that <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah yeah i think that's i mean you're right they don't need that i and i think it'll be you know a better package at that point than in two years whenever anybody buys it mm-hmm. um the other thought is like maybe like they delayed animal crossing itself mm-hmm. a, a good bit eh, not a good bit but like by a year a little less than a year so like maybe they actually you know still are working on this stuff but it just takes a while because it just takes them a while to do it and like mm-hmm. maybe you know i don't know how things in that game impact all the other things and um and all that so yeah i was just surprised that that one didn't come but like cool that more is coming but like you said it could just be the more that's coming is exactly what we've gotten so far mm-hmm. um i want to see the words again and see if there's anything that he says that seems to indicate um no he just said we absolutely have plans going forward to ensure these people have new and fun activities to engage with so that yeah doesn't say in any way one way or another whether it's going to be big substantial new and fun activities and all at once or just the same as like yeah. swimming came out at some point they were like i hey, think look, that like for nintendo this just it's just business as usual for them with yeah. this game because they never intend for everybody that buys it to play it in yeah, the right. like the way that is like the best case scenario mm-hmm. just like they don't and like they don't expect for everybody that buys mm-hmm. pokemon to play pokemon to its fullest extent it's like you have the core fan base mm-hmm. of the game that's going to play it that way for for how like for until the next game comes out and then you have a lot of other people that are like all right i put my however many hours in i'm done mm-hmm. i had enough so here's the question that i just thought of though it, um what exactly was happy home designer did that apply back to um new leaf like was that sort there of dlc like, for new leaf or it was, was it just a fully separate no, game no it was a separate game but there was okay. like things that they implemented into new leaf that's like hey here's some stuff that you know like uh mm-hmm. online cross promotion kind of in mario party because they right, worked on yes, superstar right. um that sort of situation where it's like mm-hmm. hey we figured this thing out let's put it in new leaf mm-hmm. <laughs> and then also it's like the like um rockstar like rockstar tennis equivalent of like hmm, mm-hmm. we figured out how better to customize homes let's put that in the next video game you know like mm-hmm. that sort of stuff um but yeah yeah interesting so yeah, that's that's one for me. What about for you? Was there anything you were surprised? Not I'm surprised see? we didn't get any updates on Bayo. Like not even say the th- I'm so annoyed by Kamiya. Like Kamiya is so annoying with this because he's getting mad at people for remembering that the game exists. Yeah. But it's not our fault that you announced the freaking game before it was ready. <laughs> like you shouldn't have announced it. Uh-huh. I mean, maybe that's Nintendo's fault, though, too. I mean, it the, could be Nintendo's fault. In but which case, I, I, I yeah. would be shocked if he had absolutely no say in that. Right. Yeah. Especially For, somebody like him. Uh-huh. To, like, he has pool. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is partially his fault. He's uh-huh. culpable. So, like, I, I'm sure that he doesn't have control, but mm-hmm. he has a say. And yeah. he should at least be able to understand that people care about this game. Mm-hmm. And it was announced like half a decade ago at this point. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, 
you can't get mad at people for when updates on the game. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and news wise, um, let's see, uh, Nate Bildorf and Bill Trennan were talking to GameSpot and GameSpot asked, where's Bayonetta 3? Does it still exist? We're dying out here. Are you going to show it to us again? What's the deal? And Bildorf says, it definitely still exists. I can confirm it. And Bill Trennan said, I'll go one further and say, not only does it exist, but it's progressing well. We like to show things whenever we're ready to show them. And certainly we like to show things when the developer's ready to show them. We, so we didn't have it at E3, but stay tuned. And then Bildorf says, I'll go even one further. Wise Gamora. <laughs> he didn't say that. That was, that was a little uh, MCU reference for the Marvel fans out there. Um, so yeah, that's, you know, I mean, it makes sense. Like it's in some regards, it's, it, it's better to see the game when it's about to come out. Um, yeah. But then again, there's some degree where it's like, it's been so long, just like you can give us something. <laughs> I, 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 we talk about this all the time. Yeah. I don't care if I see the game again, I'm going to get the video game, but like right. to get like at least the Metroid Prime 4 level of yes. still working on this, mm-hmm. game still exists. Yep. Games take time. I mean, same <laughs> as you when, like, it, when we see you. Yeah. Same as the like, um, Ishihara, right, coming out in the 2017 direct, and being, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, uh, with Pokemon and being like, we are working mm-hmm. on Pokemon. Yep, and that was it. Like that was the whole exactly. thing he said, and that like, was enough. <laughs> so people are like, okay, cool, sweet. Um, yeah, there's there's an element of that, just like some kind of transparency or something. But you know, whatever, it'll come out when it comes out. Uh, but yeah, I was also kind of surprised. I still feel like we'll probably see it this year, um, but maybe that's uh it's it is funny like you know the other things that people had talked about was like no donkey kong game which it is funny a lot of people seem to um I'm not super surprised by that i i mean i'm not particularly surprised but when uh super monkey ball came on screen i know at least a couple people were like oh oh but yeah, they got beaten and and i was like i don't know for some reason i just was like oh it's super monkey ball yeah like i had it on the brain so for me the the second i saw the bananas like the 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 Uh knee-jerk reaction was like is this donkey kong but Mm -hmm. it was like that reaction died before (laughs) i could even like utter it Uh verbally yeah because they said like monkey balls 20th anniversary or like (laughs) this series is going to celebrate its 20th anniversary and i I was like well i know donkey kong's like 40 so i it's not donkey kong you know like Uh it wasn't like they even tried to bait and switch in that way yeah donkey kong is not the only one that likes bananas (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i mean in thinking about donkey kong or kirby or other games like that that like seem like they're ready to be talked about it is funny because already i'm thinking like huh i wonder if we'll find out about more of those in september and i mean not that i care and like honestly i think i'm ready to when that direct comes out I don't even feel like I'm going to want to make a predictions video because it's just like, whatever comes out, See, comes out. I don't that, even... That's where I have been at for years. <laughs> this one felt like more fun to do it about because it was like yeah. sky's the limit and all that. Um, whereas at that point- I have, fu- I have fun doing stuff like that like all the time and every yeah. and every yes, video exactly, that we make. Right. And that's when it's fun for me in isolated mm-hmm. instances of like, we know that at one point in time in the mm-hmm. future, this is going to happen for yeah. sure. It's 1000% gonna happen. What's that gonna be like? Yeah, but I'm not right. interested in the like, 
pee pee contest mm-hmm. of of like I guessed exactly when it's going to come out, and I said mm-hmm. it was going to be at this presentation, and I'm right because I guessed it this time. You know, yeah. like that sort of thing. I don't really care about that. Um, so even though we did go back earlier and show the things we got right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, but like in fun. the yeah. sense that like there's yeah. people that's whole career is based off of right. like yes, hey, check. There's going to be a direct this March uh-huh. or whatever. Um, that part of it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, like if we yeah. never did another prediction show again, I'd be fine with that. I like talking about it more as like mm-hmm. giving each game their own attention yeah. rather than being like, I filled up the bing- filled out the bingo card, right? <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I, I'm with you. It's it, I think the funny thing thinking about that one is just like, um, I feel like its tone could very well be really different than, well, maybe not the tone genre, but like opening with a cool Kirby, for example, mm-hmm. would be a really different tone that, I mean, it's probably still going to be a Smash character to open or something like that. But yeah. whereas here, there was a lot of pressure to have Breath of the Wild there. And so like they couldn't, they couldn't close with a big Kirby game, you know, yeah. like they had to close with Breath of the Wild or open with Breath of the Wild. Um so now like there's a lot of room to breathe i feel like for the next presentation that they have because metro prime 4 has been mentioned because breath of the wild yeah i think the only reason why like that pressure doesn't exist unless they make it that that's true yeah (laughs) like if they've never said if they're like hey we're not ready at the last direct Mm -hmm. hey we're not ready to talk about breath of the wild period but yeah. the fact that they said we're not ready to talk about Breath of the Wild, we will talk about it later this year. Yeah, it's like, well, duh, you're going to talk about it at E3. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're not not going to talk about it at E3 when you said you're going to talk about it later this year. Like, yeah, what do you want to do? You're going to Breath of the Wild in a September direct <laughs> yeah. or whatever instead of doing it at E3, despite going to E3 when you don't have to go to E3. <laughs> like, so yeah. Yeah, I, I think that that is the only reason why that's there. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I just think that they don't need to really talk about anything and like in that way where it's like, we got to have this announcement at this show Mm -hmm. unless they set that uh, expectation themselves. Yeah. Um, But I do think that they, they like to save announcements for stuff like that, where it's like, we know this game isn't going to be ready until Mm -hmm. November or whatever. Like say that's say Kirby is their like November game. Mm -hmm. Um, they don't have to talk about it now. Yeah. They can talk about it in any direct whenever they want to. And then mm-hmm. have that be the closer or the op- opener, depending on what their Smash Brothers, their last Smash mm-hmm. Brothers character is. Yeah. Um, and that's why I think, like, I know a lot of people are like, oh, I'm so sick of the Smash Brothers. Re-. But the Smash Brothers reveals are like the perfect tone setter. It's, yeah. it's so yeah. it's so easy, even if it's not the most exciting character mm-hmm. in the world. Kazooie was still a hype opener. It still yeah. set the stage for like, oh, OK, this is what this is going to be. Yeah. Um, And I, I think having that is strong mm-hmm. for them and like it feels because when they don't they yeah. we might get you know like what would have been their opener if not for if not for uh, a smash brothers reveal that uh-huh. would have been as hype as that they could have opened with any other game like maybe metroid dread mm-hmm. and i don't think that that would be the same type of situation like mm-hmm. the the opener gets everybody's attention and gets them mm-hmm. ready to pay attention for something that they yeah, might not right. have cared about otherwise yeah um so yeah, I think that. No, yeah, I think I think you're totally right. Sometimes things in the middle actually get more attention than um, than things on the outside. I mean, mm-hmm. 
the thing they close on gets a lot of attention, but sometimes yeah, the thing it's they negative close on is going to because... be the, yeah, the, the most attention for better or worse. Yes, exactly. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Whereas, but in the middle, yeah, there's a lot less pressure on it and it can, it can breathe and be yeah, it can do just it what it is it. more yeah. easily, you know? Cause um, no matter how, we're, how excited we are for Metroid and like a lot of our friends are for Metroid mm-hmm. and stuff like that, it's not headliner material other than prime at this point mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's good for them to have games that like how people we've been talking about for a long time with directs in general, where it's like the idea of directs elevates games that people wouldn't care about in isolation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that is largely because of how they're structured and how we have the opener. It's like, all right. And the closer mm-hmm. that's like, there mic is. drop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's true. So there it is. Yep. Um, I don't know. Any last things that you were surprised we didn't see at E3? Uh, Pokemon 2, dude. It's been... Switch been, 7. It's been freaking 25 yeah. years, dude, and we still haven't gotten <laughs> Pokemon 2. E4. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, same. I I think overall, like, how would you how would you rate E3? I'd give it like 8.5, somewhere around there. Because, like, the, the thing that this... E3 did was that it fulfilled a lot of promises mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. that people didn't even expect, you know, yeah. like Advance Wars. Like mm-hmm. people wanted it, but I don't think anybody expected it. Mm-hmm, right. Uh, stuff like the Mario Party. Mm-hmm. We wanted that for a long time. I'm saying, yo, yeah. give, give us more Mario Party. Like what's happening with this? And mm-hmm. they did it. It's probably not the perfect scenario as far as like it could have been DLC or whatever. Um, but we got it mm-hmm. metroid freaking we got more breath of the wild yep there's just a lot of stuff we got like to that. see mario golf no in the direct that's like the, that's, that's what's responsible for the 1.5 that i took <laughs> off <laughs> mario golf exclusively is is responsible for lowering them a letter yeah. grade and a half <laughs> that's yeah and the yeah that's always the thing for me like why are you guys showing things again that we already it just, I mean, like they, they I, w- always, I would like without fail, they'll show a new feature, but the new feature was the fact that there will be some updates and DLC. And like, we saw new donk city as a stage, like, yeah. Cool. And we saw a little bit more like in-depth look at like the story mode or whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't care about I'm going to be playing this game in a week. <laughs> I don't need to see that. Yeah. Um, I think that like, it it looks good before we watch the direct for it to be like it's 40 minutes long but mm-hmm. i would have liked the direct more if it was 15 minutes shorter and it didn't have the games that like <laughs> we already know exist and like yeah you show those during the treehouse or whatever that's fine mm-hmm. if you don't have anything else to like mm-hmm. take up those slots or whatever that's fine i mean like no more heroes 3 that's what they did they put it just in the treehouse and i think that was that was a good move it's a good move um, it's a very smart move i don't need yeah. to see it in the e3 presentation <laughs> Yep. But other than that, it was great. Yep. Yeah, I, I thought so too. I, I, I said like nine, nine out of 10, just because I thought it was good. I, if, if it had had, um, yeah, there's a, like if Breath of the Wild had had just like a tiny bit more, and for what it doesn't matter to know its title, but for some reason, knowing its title just would have oh, yeah, bumped it up. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. So, uh, um, but yeah, that uh, Metro Dread looks super good i'm i'm down um all right last two news bits real quick uh pokemon unite is coming out in july Yo, on switch I'm, and I'm september ready. on mobile i want it 
Yeah. Give it to me now. I will try it. <laughs> and we'll just see how it goes. Apparently, That's it. me and Scootish are going to stream it, but we're looking for a team. I suggested Lee, Ian, mm-hmm. and we're going to probably be able to get Bob at least one time. If at um, least once. <laughs> If schedules work out and Mitch can join, he was pretty into league for a yeah, while there. So sick. he would probably a de- be a decent asset. Oh, um, I don't yeah. know that he would consider himself like particularly great or anything, but he played it for a hot minute. I'm, um, I'm hoping that if Ian can join, because you know, he too has a child now. He does. Um, we do. <laughs> if he can join, he'll at least be able to fulfill that role for a little yeah. bit. And that's yeah. going to be funny because uh-huh. he tried to do that with Monster Hunter. <laughs> but this time, mm-hmm. the, the advantage he has is I actually care about this video game. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it'll be easier to teach me. Yeah. And like, I do feel like there's a lot fewer, there's a lot of like top down strategy, mm-hmm. but. With that, you can just tell somebody what to do, and the like mechanics of it isn't nearly as like deep and complicated and stuff mm-hmm. as far as like just how to do the thing that you're trying to do. Right. So hopefully that wouldn't be as bad, but I don't know. It's gonna be high. I'm gonna be a Charizard main. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then lastly, yeah, Castlevania. I mentioned this kind of earlier. Castlevania Advance Collection seems to have been rated in Australia. Mm-hmm so that's fun um nice was it rated specifically for switch does it show that i don't know i'm not sure i probably would not play it but the anime is cool yeah i i mean we've talked about this before but like how how are they not doing things with the games right now (laughs) and that was like it was one of my guesses for e3 because i just feel like because why aren't they doing something with yeah exactly like it's it's a gimme Mm -hmm. but and wasn't Konami originally going to be at E3 and then they backed out at some point? I kind of feel I like know. I remember I don't them pay attention that. to Konami, <laughs> except for Yu Gi Oh! kind of. True. Konami, yeah, okay. They, um, in May, they, in a tweet, they said, due to timing, we will not be ready to present at E3 this year. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the company insisted in its deep development on a number of key projects. Every so, other studio except for Xbox and Nintendo should have done that. <laughs> they should have done exactly that because E3 overall, huge bust. Oh, E3 overall, by Nintendo and Xbox. Solid, like. solid three out of 10 for E3 overall. <laughs> like, like, stop yeah. having this show. <laughs> it's having like Summer Games Fest and stuff probably just pulled even more announcements from their own things and mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It's yeah. I I was listening to um, Pete and Steve talk on the loop pots, and they were. I think Pete was saying that he's down for like yeah, as many people as possible being there is great. Which like I I get that. Um, but I think my only thing is like yeah, but it makes there's only a, a certain amount of announcements to go around, especially in a year exactly. like this, yeah. where just like if it spreads everything too thin, then you know like luckily Xbox and Nintendo have enough like pull in all directions where they have just tons of games coming to where they can make those you know um make those presentations be big almost at any point but all the other ones not so much so like yeah i definitely yeah the other ones for me they just end up being a waste of time mm-hmm. um because and... those games are coming to the platforms that are also having presentations so like just 
Put them in the platform. Yeah, just have the presentation. put them just all program. there. Nice. Just put them all in one presentation. There's mm-hmm. no reason other than the fact that there's financial incentive mm-hmm. for, for the ESA <laughs> specifically to right. be like, all right, let's drag this out as long as humanly possible. Um, and it's like, it doesn't need to be that. They could literally do E3 in one to two days. They could be yeah. like, all right, here's day one presentations, Xbox, Nintendo, PlayStation, <laughs> if they want to come. Uh, day two here's some of the games that were cool we're done goodbye yep and even with that please anybody but the esa do that (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah if that if that can be relegated back just to summer games fest instead Mm -hmm. then actually here this is this is what i'd say is have an xbox one have a playstation one have a nintendo one and have a generic summer games fest one that's just like kind of a catch-all for things that didn't go in the other ones mm-hmm. that you know also would apply like pc or maybe mobile or something man squares presentation and mobile like they don't get who's watching e3 you know like but see, I'm not mobile gamers this, aren't this is the gamers. other thing saying, this like, is the other thing that is bad about e3 they do get who's watching e3. <laughs> they get the fact that E3 means media coverage. E3 means shareholders are paying attention. So Mm -hmm. let's talk about the games that we know that they care about because they are going to make a lot of money. Um, They don't care about the fact that gamers like watching E3. They care about the money end of it. So that's what they're going to talk about. Um, That's why we see freaking FIFA at E3 and Mm -hmm. Just Dance at E3. It's like these are not games that... Mm -hmm the general audience of E3 wants to see, but they're money makers, So we're going to see them. Yep. Yeah. I, I, the most baffling of all the things to me is the, um, the final fantasy remakes Killing of one through six. Oh, that, oh, oh, no, no, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Only yeah, coming yeah. to steam and mobile yeah. so far. I'm sure that's going to change at some point. Mm-hmm. It's got to, but in the most nasty so way possible. Weird. Yes, it's exactly. Nasty. <laughs> it's just so bizarre. Like, cause I'd love to play some of those games for the first time um, on the Switch, but like, they just didn't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've got to wonder, like, what's the you know the the mobile market by and large is free to play games, microtransactions, or like maybe Apple Arcade that kind of thing instead. Now, um, I. It's not, I think, unless it's changed, a whole lot of buying games outright. Like, obviously that exists, but it's by far a minority. If you're talking about like, mobile games make so much money, it's not Final Fantasy selling for $5 mm-hmm. makes so much money. It's Candy Crush and stuff, you know, yeah. like um, Ray Shadow Legends and all that. So, yeah, so that's, but I mean, you're right. Mobile is still a buzzword as far as investors are concerned and stuff. So they're like, oh, yeah. So there's that. Speaking of E3, we made a video breaking down the top 10 um, games at E3 as far as we're concerned um, in uh, announcement order, which uh, there was at least one comment that was like, Metroid Dread is uh, is seventh in your opinion. And I was like, (laughs) nope, it's like definitely number two, possibly even number one for some people uh, or definitely number one for some people. Um, So but yeah, we did an announcement order. So I thought that was funny. so here's some comments. Kukul said, my highlights were honestly WarioWare and obviously Breath of the Wild 2. I don't usually enjoy 2D Metroid, but this new one looks very interesting. I think I'll pick it up. Agreed. Um, and then continues to say, I've been wanting a Tekken fighter for a long time, but I was hoping it'd be Jin or Hihachi, but Kazuya was the obvious choice. 
side note, the middle, the not middle child because they're not siblings, <laughs> but the the dad between mm-hmm. the son and the grandpa. That's, That's that is interesting. Like obviously, I just don't know Tekken well enough because I I know Jin and I know Hihachi for mm-hmm. sure. Like I would recognize those and be like, oh, of course. But Kazuya, I just truly do not know as a character. I know so who Kazuya funny. is. It, like but like i would have much rather i mean i wouldn't even want high high i would have wa- rather had Jin than either mm-hmm. one of them by far <laughs> but because he is like whatever that's fine yeah i'm looking up most popular tekken fighters uh, but this is by percent played so that's not really you know they'll go yeah that's not going to be like the character that is like the most liked it's most like recognizable or the something. character that's the best one yeah <laughs> and or easiest to play yeah right, and or exactly. most toxic uh asuka for what it's worth is number one don't know who that is but isn't that like their their mom or something asuka Tekken. um it's someone it's a girl I that's think that's Jin's mom. <laughs> but um, I'm not sure. Is, she's a teenager. Oh, never mind. I guess best not. known for her arch rivalry with fellow teenager Lily. What is their what is her his mom's name? Yeah, different. Oh, I think maybe sister of Jin's because she has the same last name as Jim. Mm-hmm. Oh, a Kazumi. Is that who you're thinking? Maybe she's got the same last I name. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. As um, Kazuya. Oh, no, she's maybe the paternal grandmother of Jin Kazama. How come she's like June or Jun? (laughs) That's it. Gotcha. But she has the same last name. Why is Kazumi supposed to be the grandmother, but she is like, you know, 25? (laughs) It doesn't make sense. They just didn't want an old lady in the game. Or something. Ladies don't don't sell as well. (laughs) I guess. Um, Continuing on. So yes, uh, Kazuya was the obvious choice. I was weirdly unenthusiastic about him though, but what we've seen from his gameplay footage looks like he'll be a complicated but fun character. So yeah, stays true to what Tekken is. LOL. Uh, And then finally, Nintendo and Microsoft, in my opinion, were the only ones with good shows. Everything else was complete trash. And yeah, E3 should just stop existing. I only like it because guaranteed direct. Yep. Same. It's true. Yeah, it's true. I agree with all these takes. Other than I don't know anything about Tekken, but you know, besides that, yeah, I don't. I know very vague things. Put the little dragon man in 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 this video game instead. I think he's just in Tekken three or Tekken two. One of those two. He's a little dragon. Um, Grimhain said, "Life is strange." That's it. That's the comment. Nah, Thank game sucks because it doesn't look like the presentation thing. Game I didn't sucks. know you were in Life is Strange. I, Grimane, I feel like you always are going to have interesting interests that I wouldn't have, like, that I you wouldn't guessed, have pegged. You yeah, like, um, I, I would have pegged among us. among us. Among us, that checks uh, okay, out. Okay, like, yes, the type of person that does. The, the thing that didn't, like, I was surprised by Monster Hunter Rise. I was surprised by Monster Hunter, yeah. For, for what sure. it's worth. I was surprised um, So... Because yeah, the way I hear most people talk about Monster Hunter is like, well, he likes PVE stuff. Like he That's likes, true. Yeah. So, I mean, that makes sense. Life is yeah. Strange is probably more surprising <laughs> than the, the other <laughs> stuff. <laughs> true. So, what, I mean, what's next? That's the question. What do you, Grimhain, what do you think what's is your the, next obsession, Grimhain? Yeah. <laughs> what's the one that you think we'd be most surprised by? And we'll let you know if we are. Uh, Jordan DeBest said, my opinion on everything, 
I don't have enough $60 for everything I wanted to try <laughs> out. Nine out of 10. Uh, this E3 felt a lot like the 2019 Direct, where it gave us tons of games at the end of the, with tons of different varieties. Monkey Ball is king for me. Yo, that's hype. <laughs> Monkey Ball being the biggest presentation. <laughs> so it's the biggest announcement. <laughs> I wouldn't uh, expected that. Yeah, I think um, the 2019 one was, yeah, 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 yeah. It was, okay, it was the 2019 September Direct that I felt was like, why is this happening? Because it was all <laughs> stuff we already knew. But yeah, the 2019 um, uh, E3. E3 Direct, I thought it was pretty good. Especially because it talks about Breath of the Wild for the first time at the end, mm -hmm. or the sequel. Mm -hmm. uh, 88 Leads said, after playing a few other games since completing Breath of the Wild last year, I finally got the DLC and started playing again yesterday. Falling back into that world felt wonderfully automatic. Now seeing the Breath of the Wild 2 footage today, my wife was wondering why I kept screaming. 2022 <laughs> is definitely worth the wait for another perfect game. Question though, why would Nintendo drop major DLC for Super Mario Party and then announce a whole new game less than two months after? Are they really done selling the game? Um, I think that they think that that's all they're going to get out of this. Like sales momentum wise, they're like, all right, it's starting to slow down. We're going to get another one. Mm -hmm. um, I think the DLC was less <laughs> of like a strategy for them. I don't think that they were like, we're going to do this because we're going to sell more copies. Mm -hmm, it was like, mm -hmm. we're going to do this because we can. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, to make people that already own the game happy. Mm -hmm. It's like more of a, like a seed for more brand loyalty. It's like, we're yeah. going to throw you a bone because you'll like us more at the end of the day. It's true. Um, I mean, it gives positive PR to Mario party before the next one comes out. Mm -hmm. Whereas by contrast, if they had um, put in the online when like after like if they'd been like super mario party or mario party superstars is coming out now and then they're like eh, actually let's put the online in people the original mario party cheated. people yeah. would have felt cheated yeah exactly mm -hmm. or at least been like like okay, i didn't even have to cool. buy this what? other way uh, yeah, exactly. i just wanted yeah. the online <laughs> yeah. so i think if they wanted to make it a selling point for the new one then that's and with the extra features that i had of like being able to pause it and that kind of stuff like mm -hmm. that's um i think this was probably the best move um, but you're right. Yeah, I, I agree with you, AJ, as far as like, I don't think that they'd expect that it's going to sell too many millions more than it does now, even though it probably like holiday wise, it would keep selling. If it well. was the only Mario Party, it would probably yeah. sell like it, I think it would probably cap out at around 20 million and they're like mm -hmm. eight away from which that is right now. insane. Yeah, um, but they could make way more money. Yeah if they just make another one because mm -hmm. that's going to sell 13 million mm -hmm. and then they make another one and that will sell 13.5 you know like yeah. <laughs> like yeah it's i i'll be interested to see reviews about this one and stuff like the reusing old stuff i think is i mean honestly it's a good play it's it's such a like easy play too where like yep they just don't have to tweak anything it's a, it's really an easy other solution than because it's they're literally giving people what they want yeah <laughs> like all right. right you don't like the boards from the new game here's <laughs> the boards from the old game uh-huh and hopefully if nothing else if they then make a super mario party 2 like we were assuming they were going to in the first place now they'll have learned from working on those other boards even mm -hmm. though they're just remaking them like kind of it's like in game builder garage how you can see somebody else's code or whatever and mm -hmm. then you could build that and learn from it you know right. or something um like remaking something of somebody else's typically teaches you some stuff so i feel mm -hmm. like they could learn what's the stuff that people actually like about these and then apply that right forward ideally but if nothing else you know it'll be fun it'll be classic games classic boards 
and uh, a good old time. And lastly, from Brandon P., wasn't there no big holiday game announced for Nintendo? I'm guessing they're saving that for a Zelda port announcement shortly after Skyward Sword releases. I thought this was an interesting question. Could be. Uh, well, yeah, we don't because we don't know about a holiday game. Really. I mean, I kind of feel like we we have a couple of holiday. No, like, maybe like none Pokemon, of them are like, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl sales wise is going yeah. to be a big holiday yes. game. Yeah. But they don't have a holiday game in the way that they usually do. Like, even when they do Pokemon remasters, there's usually something alongside yeah. that. I mean, I'd say Metroid Dread is what they're expecting that, but yeah, I was like tear really down because it's, it's yeah, not it's, October. Yeah, exactly. So like so they had Luigi's Mansion and then they had a holiday game after Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. Which um, was, what What was that that year? Uh, wasn't Pokemon it Pokemon? Sword and Shield. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think Nintendo just doesn't seem to always have like a holiday holiday game. Like, mm-hmm. um, also, their mm-hmm. holiday game could have just been the combination of Arceus mm-hmm. and Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, mm-hmm. but Arceus got pushed or something. Yeah, so, I, I think that's that. definitely a thing. It's like just in general, games getting pushed. Like, you know, maybe something comes out in March next year that was supposed to be a holiday game, mm-hmm. or, you know, like Animal Crossing came out in March that maybe was supposed to be a holiday game in the first place out in march that would be so hype i know it'd <laughs> be, be great so yeah it's for me it's I, like I think it's going I out want, in march it's like i think i want breath of the wild <laughs> 2 to come out in march of next year more than i would want it to come out this year <laughs> like i don't just know for just the like parallel hype. or something it just feels more hype having a game like that that early in the year because like true. i can play freaking pokemon will have me busy during the holiday i'm mm-hmm. fine with that and then yep. at the start of the year, I can freaking play Breath of the Wild. Like mm-hmm. that, just be hype. That's true. I mean, I, for all things considered, like I, they could easily bring Breath of the Wild to to um, the Game Awards and then give it a release date then, and it could be, mm-hmm. March. you know, like I'm not yeah. saying I expect that. I don't think that they will. I think that it's go- probably going to be a holiday game. Yeah. Uh, but I just say I'm just saying it would be hype. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, yeah, they, I, I can't let myself expect that at this point. Like now that I know this, yeah, there's no expectations for me in that. No. I'm just saying it would be cool. Period. Yeah. Like no, like ellipses? <laughs> Question <laughs> mark? <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, I guess I mean in my mind they have a couple of holiday games this year, but yeah, I guess none of them are like. There's just the not one, one that's dated like, as that. Except yeah. for Pokemon uh, Diamond mm-hmm. and Pearl, but Should also like I said, Advance Wars one and two. <laughs> those are no, I agree. Yeah, that's are... the Xenoblade Chronicles slot. Yes. Oh, it is hundred percent. Which is funny because that was the Smash. If Smash fell into that slot, but like obviously, yeah, but I think that was just the holiday. Yeah, that was, that was just. But we we gotta finish this game. <laughs> give us t- more time, and they're like, uh-huh. right. we'll give you December. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah, are they saving a Zelda port announcement shortly after? I don't know that they would have a port. I don't know if they would announce it. Yeah, well, I maybe don't think at so. like the tail end of the year, like if they do something in November or something, maybe. Um, I mean, if they're the going to next year, yeah, like well, not maybe not beginning. Maybe so. Like thinking back, <laughs> you know, if they do a September direct, which they have done traditionally for mm-hmm. most years. Um, then like i still i don't know like i can't really envision them have a september direct and announce a huge game 
for you know November or something I don't think like a port that. Is a huge game. No, no, no. Oh, oh, say, I, oh yeah, the big yeah, holiday just as game. far as like a big holiday game. Mm-hmm. Like I think at this point, this is probably what we're getting outside of like like yeah, maybe uh you know maybe a, a port of some sort um would come out, but um yeah. Or, I mean, yeah, like you said, maybe the announcement just after Skyward Sword, they just put it on Twitter in like, you know, August or something like that. Yeah. But because like, if not, yeah. I like looking at 2019, I was thinking, which I forgot about Pokemon. I was on another podcast talking about E3. Uh-huh. I was like, 2019 mm-hmm. was less of like a big holiday game and more it was like a lot, a lot of, of like pretty good, yes. like they're going to yeah. please this fan base sort of mm-hmm. releases um and i think that that might end up being this year where there's mm-hmm. not one big game but collectively there's a lot of games that are big to mm-hmm. their respective fan bases yep um which i mean numbers wise pokemon is the holiday game yeah and, right for uh, sure like even arceus it mm-hmm. being in january qualifies it for like here's a gift card buy freaking <laughs> you know yeah um so. yeah yeah that's that, that is interesting. Cuts. I I mean I think a a good portion of that is probably delays. You know, like mm-hmm. that yeah, they, yep. yep. They meant to have something for this. I mean, probably they meant to have Breath of the Wild two for this holiday mm-hmm. originally, but Which is sad, <laughs> sad. <laughs> uh, speaking of Breath of the Wild two, we made a video on sp- exactly that. Um, did. So yeah, I don't think I pulled this comment, but a few people were talking about how the reason why they're not announcing the title is because the title is always a big deal for zelda games and i disagree well they actually there was a news thing on that that some internally they said something like um we do have a title but we didn't want to say it right because because it it means it'll give something away exactly um and that's why i brought that up in the video is because they directly said like it would give something away and while every game in hindsight like oh the title meant Mm-hmm. Clearly, this title is like more directly like referential, and mm-hmm. w- if it would give something away, that's new. That mm-hmm. that has never happened before. Yeah. Um. And like for a even like mm-hmm. any other Zelda game has not happened in this way. They're not like uh, calling it Zelda Wii U a year before the game comes out. We knew mm-hmm. what the game was mm-hmm. when they were ready to be like, here's the game. Yeah. Um, we already knew what this game was because we had a, a game that's in the direct, it's the direct prequel to the game that we're going to uh-huh. play. In fact, technically too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's what I meant by that. Mm-hmm. Not that like, we've never had important titles before. It's like, we've never had titles that were this important to the story where they felt like they needed to protect mm-hmm. it. We knew Wind yeah. Waker was called Wind Waker. Yeah. I mean, it like, you know, thinking about obviously didn't pan out this way announcement wise, but like Ocarina of Time, probably that one would have given away a little bit of something like there's time things, but then like, I don't know, Majora's Mask. Now having played the game, like you said, you can tell Majora's Mask means Majora's Mask and that's what it does. But But like, just knowing like there is, there's something that's Majora. Like Uh that doesn't, that doesn't mean anything as far as like, uh, you can't glean anything from that other Mm -hmm. than, there's something called Majora's Mask and it does something. So whereas, yeah, for this, but if like, this is called it, like the legend of Zelda, a dwarf story or death something. of calamity or whatever, right? <laughs> like, uh-huh. oh, shoot, yeah. <laughs> Ganon's dead. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. 
or yeah, I mean, or if it has something about time in it, like that's, mm-hmm. you know, it, it seems like from the trailer, the fact that, I mean, people pointed this out too, but that there's no Sheikah uh, towers in the background mm-hmm. when you look over the world, they're like, okay, that probably means something mm-hmm. um, happened to them, you know? Um, so my guess would be something still time related, but who's to say? Um, so yeah, it's, yeah, it is interesting. I don't know. We'll see. Um, hang on. Let's pause recording for just a second. Ashley's calling me. I need to get to Zoom. <laughs> uh, and we're back. Um, so yeah. Zelda. Let's get into Zelda. these comments. I put my earbuds in the wrong ears. So it's <laughs> weird. <laughs> um, first one from Haddix Morrow, who said, so your thoughts on quote unquote, open-ended design. I would actually, or I actually would have preferred not getting all four rune abilities in the tutorial slash preferred not to unlock the full toolkit at the start of the game. I would rather, I would have rather had to go get them separately, similar to the divine beast, but in a less challenging way. This would make more shrines more interesting It at as it means I could struggle on the puzzle, leave, and then like two hours later, I get the rule and then realize, oh wait, this is how you do that shrine puzzle. And then I have a reason to go back to it. So better rewards for me exploring. Do you want to stop there or keep uh, going? I heavily disagree with this. I think that this is something that is like a learned response more so than it is something that is like that actually gives you a feeling of reward. Like they give you a fake roadblock where they're like, this is impossible for you to solve because you do not have the tools to solve it. And then you come back and you feel that fake, like, oh, I, I get it now because they gave me the answer. Mm-hmm. I found the puzzle piece. I can finish the puzzle now. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not a puzzle. That That's them withholding what you need to finish said puzzle. Mm-hmm. You didn't figure that out. You just got the thing that you needed. You yeah. Know? I think the um, tricky thing is that, like, it, thinking about A Link Between Worlds, for example, where you, I haven't played it. I just only know this from hearing about it. So correct me if I'm wrong, Um, but like in Link Between Worlds, you rent equipment and those are the things that you do different puzzles with or whatever different shrines with or something along those lines. Um, That game is is a much smaller scope. It's about the puzzles. It's about that loop and those kinds of things. So it works well to have that. And like, you know, a lot of traditional Zelda games, that's, that's what they're about is adventuring but then like spending a decent amount of time in dungeons or whatever um and kind of toiling around with those and there's there is an element of that in especially the overworld where it's like oh there's a heart piece up there and i see these things but i don't know how to get it and then later you get something you come back to it and then you do it um the problem is breath of the wild isn't so much about puzzles with a small or with a capital p it's more about exploring and that the world is just is puzzles yeah and like I'd, figure I'd out how say, to do the I'd world argue that breath of the wild is more about actual puzzles right yeah um where you have to figure out a solution rather mm-hmm. than the game handing you the solution and saying hey here's the answers to <laughs> all of your problems in this place mm-hmm. there you go you know like you're not yeah. really figuring anything out it's yeah. like oh I got the boomerang here. I mean, I especially the because, boomerang. Yeah. <laughs> like in, in comparison to like a Metroidvania or something where th- that's exactly how a Metroidvania works is yeah. 
you get a, a tool and then you go back to the place and then it feels good to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, in those, typically the world just isn't nearly as big as it is in Breath of the Wild. There's not mm-hmm. as many of those kinds of places locking you out um, where like, you know, like thinking of Hollow Knight, there's, uh, there's probably two places that have this like black shroudy stuff that you mm-hmm. can't do anything about and you just see it and you're like, well, that's the thing. And there's one room that has like ground that kind of shakes a little bit when you stand on it, but that's it. And then right. every at some point you get a power up and you come back to those places and you figure out how to get into those areas. And then you'll have to use that power up pretty often in those areas. Right. In Breath of the Wild, there's so many places where the the way to do something, like there's plenty of times where you can do it using a bomb or using magnesis or using whatever, but there's so many times where the only way to get a chest out of underwater is using magnesis and so you would have to go over the whole world four times for every thing you know um and that would that would be frustrating there's just too many things to make them you know locked behind things or they'd end up actually being not that useful because instead they artificially limit the number of things that would respond to those items which is more like traditional Zelda. and that's what a lot of that stuff yeah, is yeah. like even in metroidvanias that feels mm-hmm. rewarding but it doesn't feel rewarding because it is rewarding it feels rewarding because it was designed to feel that way uh-huh. like it was yeah. designed to be like oh i couldn't get through this but now because the game told mm-hmm. me yes i can <laughs> like i yep. think that it's significantly better design where the game never tells you no yeah. you just have right. to be the one to find the yes yeah and the only purpose of those no's in that kind of game too is like, um, A, I mean, like you said, the rewarding bit, but then also that that they can know, okay, this person's put in at least this amount of time going to this area so I can build off of knowledge that they have of these mm-hmm. other mechanics to be able to make more complicated things that at first might be too intimidating or something along those lines where it's like, it, you know, it's very intentional progression, but um but yeah, if, if it right. was scattered all but around the world, it just it's just die. like the way that they went about doing that in mm-hmm. those older games, I feel like is the lazy way to do it. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> like how in Mario Odyssey, right? Like they hide stuff that's like you had to be very good to find mm-hmm. this. Right. Right. Like that, I feel like is respecting the player a lot more than to like assume that, oh, this person's not good enough to do this yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to arbitrarily lock their progression to mm-hmm. ensure that this person is good enough to do this right yeah. um I, I think that it's like breath of the wild does both of those things like it mm-hmm. makes sure that you're good enough by only making it possible to get to this thing if either you're good enough to to circumvent the requirement like like i talked about with like Ravali's gale and mm-hmm. like the the other uh um uh champion abilities that you get yeah you don't need any of them yeah but all of them make what is easier or possible for somebody Mm -hmm. that's very good possible for somebody that's not yeah um and the even the the runes they don't necessarily like there's like smaller stuff like getting certain chests and stuff like that that like you need the like the certain runes to do and stuff like mm-hmm, that or mm-hmm. at least one of the runes but the the existence of the runes even even makes stuff like that open-ended mm-hmm. like there's chests that are like the the way to get the chest is to use magnesis mm-hmm. but you could probably use a bomb to get it too you know yeah, like there, right. there's, not only is there option or like an answer to a actual puzzle that you can figure out 
there, but there's multiple. Yeah. There's more than one way for each individual player to figure out how to do something. Mm-hmm. And I just think that that yep. that's just for a game that is like um called a puzzle game. That's like the best way to do a puzzle. To mm-hmm. me. Yeah. I yeah. Moving on. Um the second half of the comment says, I like the idea of optional challenges being locked behind progression without the idea of exploration or narrative progression being locked behind progression. You don't really need the runes except for shrines, which are optional content. You also need some for the divine beast, but I'm okay with that being a side quest you must complete before you can do the divine beast, like getting the shock arrows side quest for the Zoro divine beast. Um, it just makes the game feel like there's more content when you have more things to do before you just win. But I know that much might just go slightly a bit against what you're hoping for with opening a design and having it be as nonlinear as possible. Yeah, I think, I mean, this, I probably should have just read this part before we even talked about it, but like, I, I just think that the nature of the game would be such that it would actually be a nuisance like even if mm-hmm. some of those things would feel more rewarding in some regards at some point it would just become either either they like go boss to the wall with it and they like <laughs> fully implement it to where you really they'd be padding out the game threefold because you'd go back every time like you know three times to every place to figure out what you need or any of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um also because yeah it would feel kind of going it like i'm going into a shrine now and you go down there only to find out i legitimately cannot beat the shrine right now right and that's and all I it say takes that for you to figure out you figure out the solution there yeah. the second that you know you can't do it because yeah. you walk in there and like this is impossible mm-hmm. oh i know how to do this i have to get a macguffin and i <laughs> like, i speak <laughs> from experience of that because in immortals phoenix rising there there are shrines pretty much in that game and there are some of them that like not pretty early on like in the second area or so there was one i remember that i was like i i don't know what to do with this big box like it was Mm -hmm. i think it was an optional thing so like every shrine i think had like a main something or other and then had a secondary something or other you could get Mm -hmm. um and you could probably complete all of the main something or others i would imagine with Mm -hmm. just your basic move set um maybe not though because it i don't know um but the the upgraded something or other you definitely couldn't get without that but then there was no way to like really easily mark later hey this is the one where i need to do something with this thing so like later i just had to look around like what shrines didn't i complete yet and like go back and find that one and like that just becomes mm-hmm. such a nuisance after a while where like yeah. in a smaller game could work great but i think in a bigger game just ends up feeling more annoying to 90 percent of the people even if for 10 percent of people who love you know who are it's, completionists it's, honestly like me and like would want to find more ways to spend in that game i just don't want the time that i spend in the game to be going into a shrine being like i can't do this and then yeah. coming back later i feel like the value in an approach like that is nostalgia and nostalgia alone <laughs> um it's like oh this is cool which because i, I it's mean like the, the i feel that, that I like. um <laughs> yeah but i just think that they found a better answer mm-hmm. with how they approach breath of the wild so like if the the goal is to make a better game mm-hmm. i think breath of the wild is just like the better option to go with if they want to make smaller games or even games that's like this is a traditional zelda experience mm-hmm. or whatever like 
that's what they need to market yeah. that game as as like this is a traditional zelda game because th- yeah. those are like distinctly different things and i think that for the wider like audience is going to be like beloved less <laughs> like i i think mm-hmm. that they found the better thing here and um, i will say like i would have enjoyed the divine beasts to have champion powers that were like Rivali's Gale, that one, top notch. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It's great. Uh, like the other, Mipha's Grace, cool. Like mm-hmm. I don't need a fairy. I can just come back once and like kind of too OP, honestly, that I can right. come back full health. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Daruk's Protection, cool. I think I actually turned it off after a while because like sometimes it would activate when I didn't want it to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, um, uh, what's her face is? Urbosa. Urbosa's Fury. Um, Mm -hmm. that one was fun, you know, like it was, it was neat, but I did kind of want things that weren't just combat based and had more, yeah, like more stuff that's for volley. Right. Yeah. 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 But Um, I, I wouldn't want, I would still want all of the puzzles to be able to be done without those things like they were and those things to just make them theoretically more easier like if I want because the other, they all have that same like thought process where it's like, you don't need this. Yeah. Right. It makes it easier. Uh-huh. Um, but Revali feels the most like, oh my God. Because it's related to play, every part of the how game. How did I play the rest of this game <laughs> yeah. without this? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Cause um, it's part of it's part of exploration, obviously, mm-hmm. but it is also part of combat. There were plenty of times that I'd use Revali's Gale to like fight Yeet, Lionel and then, and then like, like yeah, shoot it with <laughs> arrows and stuff. Yep. Yeah. So it's um yeah. So hopefully that's something yeah hopefully they do more of that like it, yeah. with magic i hope that's what magic feels like not mm-hmm. oh i got this magical power in this very specific place i wonder where i gotta use magic <laughs> like yeah <laughs> like but rather like oh my god i can get up to that thing without having to you know do all <laughs> the extra crap that i had to do before before yeah. i had to scale a 300 foot tall mountain and get over there with volley's gale and then bomb glide or like you know mm-hmm. i had to do all this crazy stuff but now i just have this magical power i can eat up there like stuff like yeah. that i think is like the 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 bare minimum for mm-hmm. um like power progression yeah. in a game like breath of the wild like it needs to feel like it's essential because it's that useful but mm-hmm. not actually be essential that's there's, yeah, and and there's stuff you. like in like shrines right like they're optional but they're like optional lowercase o because mm-hmm. like you, you kind of need them like unless you're a <laughs> yeah. god at a breath of the wild you kind of need to do some trines yeah. like you're not not just everybody is going to be able to go straight up to ganon with three hearts or yeah. four or three you can just do it with three <laughs> if you don't eat your your stuff into anything like you could just keep yeah that's orbs true if you uh-huh. want um not everybody's going to be able to just go to ganon and then beat him as is as you come out so it's not yeah. really optional it is optional but for most people it's not mm-hmm. um but again, that's what makes it feel cool where it's like, it's not, it's optional. It's factually mm-hmm. optional. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like it is because it's impossible. <laughs> it mm-hmm. feels to, to do it without at least doing a good amount of shrines to have a decent amount of hearts, mm-hmm. stamina, you know, because um, stuff like that, like the hearts and um, the stamina, which you can have or not. Mm-hmm. turns everything into a puzzle if yep. you want it to be it's like i can i can do this with just three hearts i can do this without maxing out my stamina i gotta mm-hmm. figure out how to do it but i can do it <laughs> yeah 
Uh, moving on, jumping on everything said, I definitely want them to bring back the weapon durability personally. The only problem I could see them not being able to fix is being unable to defeat uh, strong enemies because you ran out of weapons. However, this is arguably not inherently a problem and can keep the player away from more dangerous areas until they're overall stronger or promote a more stealthy type of play. Yeah, I agree with this. I was playing, uh, I was doing the um, Eventide Island mm -hmm, nice. yesterday. Um, and I disagree with the, the thing where it's like, you need strong weapons to beat stronger mm -hmm. enemies. Cause yeah. especially once you level up your runes, yeah. you could kill every enemy in the game with just using the runes. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I have more fun doing it like that yeah. than I do just being like, all right, I'm gonna press the, the button and you'll <laughs> die eventually. Um, but I, no, I yeah, do like dropping they, boxes on high noxes. Yeah, yeah stuff like dropping like boxes on them, Love it. Uh, timing the bombs at the right time mm -hmm. or like just all, all the different stuff like that. Yeah. Is, I think a lot more fun than just taking pictures of them with the picture. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> Obviously. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Make them self-conscious. Fatal frame then, right yeah. there. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> stuff like that. Self-conscious. Yeah. Stuff like that is a lot more fun uh -huh. to me. Um, and mix and matching with just regular weapons, like freaking mm -hmm. shooting the shooting the Hanox in the eye with the arrow and then pausing them with the stasis rune and then yep. throwing bombs at them or blowing the bombs up while he's stasis and then mm -hmm. running up and hitting them. Stuff like that is freaking sick. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, so, yeah, I, I agree with that much. But I do want them, like I said in the video, I want them to tweak weapon durability so mm -hmm. it actually feels impactful because it's not. Mm -hmm. Like once you're good at Breath of the Wild, like once you understand the game, in the beginning, it feels like, man, this sucks. I can't keep any of my weapons, mm -hmm. man. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm always having a, a Bokoblin club or whatever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like that, that feels like garbage. Or but yeah. once you're like, once you understand the game, you don't even have to get yeah. far in the game. It's just, I have an understanding of this game. I don't need the strongest mm -hmm. weapons. I don't, so I always have them on me because yeah. I'm like, ah, this is just a freaking uh, black book cobbler or whatever, mm -hmm. right? Like he's strong, but like, he's not, he's, he's not smarter than I am. Uh -huh. So I don't need to <laughs> use my weapon. I can just kill him with my runes or use yeah. a weaker weapon to take yeah. care of him or run him over with my horse or, mm -hmm. you know, like, there's so many options that you have that you just end up hoarding all your weapons. Yeah, I did see, I watched a video um, from the channel Rasbutin um, mm -hmm. who suggested a s solution for it that I, I thought was pretty good. I, it's probably even more detailed than I'm remembering now, but basically that breaking your weapons has a, a benefit in that like you get something equivalent to like ancient shards or something like that where like every time a weapon breaks and like the better the weapon the better the reward from it. like if you break a stick like you're probably not going to get anything or maybe like the tiniest thing like a small ancient shard or something but that those would be related to progression of being able to um in the same way that you use like star fragments to mm -hmm. at the fairy fountains to you know bolster up your armor or whatever same kind of thing the ancient shards do something you know i think i think the pro like that would fix the the or like um it would incentivize people to like burn through their weapons and cycle mm -hmm. through and try new stuff mm -hmm. but it wouldn't fix the problem of like you feeling too overpowered by the time yes. you get the game. right because then you can be like all right well 
I'll just burn through all my weapons so I can get and then even have... better weapons and then break <laughs> those weapons and get even better weapons. Yeah. You know, that, that's what I, like, that, there that, is a better, a the way he suggested it, there was something, I don't remember what you do with those shards, but it was something or other that, that felt pretty balanced. But yeah, that's definitely a problem is like, by the end of the game, you're just too, you're just too strong. Like that's, yeah. um, which like, I mean, it's fun to feel too strong in some regards, but at the same time, it does make for, like the final battle with Ganon, I I didn't die. So like yeah. that, I think that probably if, I should have died, you know? <laughs> like, I think if they want people, and again, just like Breath of the Wild, I mean, just like uh, Animal Crossing and Pokemon and stuff like that, they don't really care if you play this game forever. Yeah, <laughs> But right. I think it would be a lot easier to get people to want to play the game forever if you don't get to that point where you feel like you understand mm -hmm. it and you see the seams. Yeah. Um, because that is the part, like that's when I fell off of the game. And mm -hmm. the only thing that got me back to understanding fully, like I get, I get it in, in theory in my head where it's like, I know why this worked and I know why I loved it when I loved it as much as I did but mm -hmm. in hindsight or, or currently playing in the my like maxed out file and I got all this stuff and blah blah it's not as fun because mm -hmm. I'm never on my toes like you yeah. are for like the first quarter of the game mm -hmm. um and I think if they can coast at feeling like you're confident and you're not like just like in the beginning of the game when you have pretty much nothing but like mm -hmm. a middle ground where it's like you you feel like you can defend yourself but you never feel like you're above everything else in the world yeah, right um i think can keep the game interesting a lot longer mm -hmm. yeah i definitely agree uh seven said i like your idea of being able to swap between boy zelda and princess peach <laughs> and now you've got me wondering if they'll let us do that on the fly or if you have to choose one to play as at the beginning of the game and the other gets yeeted down the hole in dishonor <laughs> 2 they did the latter where even though you played as corvo for the whole of the first game if you choose to play as emily in the second corvo gets turned into a statue and vice versa It'd be really sad if they made us choose between the two main characters of Breath of the Wild 2 and then just chuck the other never to be seen or heard from again. At least if you can't play as both, it'd be nice if the other player still if the other still played a major role and was more of a companion than a MacGuffin. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree <laughs> uh -huh. with that. Um, I also still hope that they do the portal two thing. Like I hope they take it mm -hmm. like how Breath of the Wild one took a lot of inspiration mm -hmm. from Portal. Uh, I want Breath of the Wild 2 to take inspiration from Portal 2. Yeah, it's like the uh, there is definitely, again, I've said this so many times now, but there's something going on with time in the mm -hmm. game, just mechanically or whatever, where like I, I think the, the ground level and the sky level like are just either, like right now the way they're showing it are just different. Like there's, mm -hmm. you can't just go between them just like willy nilly, right. as if it's just um, uh, you can't just, just go space. through like like fast travel between one to right. other. And yeah, it, like, like there's or even if you can do it quickly, it's because there's some kind of like time mechanic or different mm -hmm. character mechanic. But yeah, not just like regular fast travel. Like boop, 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 boop. I'm gonna boop up there and boop back down. Right, it's Otherwise, not going from Kokiri Town or whatever yeah. <laughs> to freaking the Temple of Time and being yeah. good. So I. I really don't know what it is, but yeah, it would be cool if, if like Zelda being yeeted down the hole is something, mm -hmm. but yeah, I don't know. I, I think it'd be cool to yeah be able to switch out as both of them, like we said in the video, but who knows? Um, Kate said, 
My new go-to theory about the arm is that it's somehow related to Midna or just the Twilight in general. The hand when it's blue with the long fingernails looks a lot like Midna's true form hand, even the way it's posed. And the symbol on the new Zonai looking shield reminds me a lot of her tattoos. I could be wrong, probably am, LOL. <laughs> but I'm wondering if maybe whatever this new Zonai magic is somehow related back to the Twilight. Interesting. Midna. I had to get, I had to pull Kate's comment. <laughs> I was like, I was just, when I pulled comments, her comment was the one I was like, all right, I know she's commenting something. Because <laughs> her yep. Twitter has just turned into the Breath of the Wild speculation account <laughs> for the most it. part. I was like, yeah, I got to grab that. Yeah, um, that's um, Midna. I don't remember what her tattoos look like. Um, okay, I can, yeah, I can, I don't know. That'd be cool. Like, yeah, I mean, in any case, that's I, I love the idea that with Breath of the Wild and Breath of the Wild 2, they're kind of like, bring, they're bringing in Skylock. They talked about Wind Waker mm -hmm, a little bit, right? Like, that they're bringing all these things together. Yeah. Um, because the because the first game's referential of Zelda, a little bit of a lot of all of them, mm -hmm. but there's more of some other ones, like, there's more Ocarina of Time and there's mm -hmm. more of like the original and stuff like that. And they're just yep. like slight references to other games. Uh, that would be cool if this one focused more on the ones that those games focus less on. Exactly. Yep. Or that game focused less on. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be cool. Um, if Midna is coming back in some way. Yeah. It's this game, y'all. It's going to be forever till it comes out, but I can't so, wait. <laughs> so, so sick, dude. I'm ready. And that is it from our videos. And now we've got some Q&A. And uh, let's, let's get into it. So, YouTube community, I did ask folks uh which of the games or which announcement they were most excited for um how did i word it exactly uh yeah what was your favorite announcement from nintendo's e3 this year 32 percent said sequel to breath of the wild 53 percent said metroid dread three percent smash dlc six percent warioware seven percent other so metroid dread is winning by yeah, that's, bit. that's more than I would have expected. Mm -hmm. I mean, first time seeing again, like, cause that's not also, I think somebody mentions this in the comment, but well, yeah. So like first one, Spaceman Spiff, um, which again, I love the Calvin Hobbes reference said, I'm more excited for Breath of the Wild 2, but it wasn't announced in this direct. We already knew about it for two years. Mm -hmm. So like, as far as an announcement goes, yeah. Metroid Dread in that case would be more exciting, I yeah. guess. Because it's and I'm sure a lot of people like actively did not expect to see that, like, metroid dread i mean it was mm -hmm. the most happy announcement for me too because i still mm -hmm. feel like i'm mostly in the same place i was with the sequel to breath of the wild that i was beforehand mm -hmm. um yeah. there's a little bit more that we know and can speculate about or whatever um but for the most part still don't really know much about it um metroid though I, while i expected it i expected that we'd see a metroid game of some mm -hmm. sort i didn't expect it to be this exactly so that's pretty mm -hmm. cool um, and that's more exciting to me than here's an update on a game that we already told you about two years yep. ago. Yep. Yeah, I agreed. I mean, it's hard for me to say which one I'm, I thought was the most exciting just because, yeah, I think the fact that Metro Dread was new was the first time we were seeing it, mm -hmm. that it was Dread, like all these things like, um, like, cause I mean, again, I've never played, I've never finished a Metroid game. I've mm -hmm. only started one well i started prime a little bit and i've played like half of metroid one on the nes which is a bad idea um but you know i've still i've heard about metroid dread and that whole thing so like mm -hmm. knowing that and its legacy is like okay cool like we're they're doing it they're doing the thing so 
it was definitely fun. Um, uh, Donald Walker said, I would love to hear y'all's thoughts on Shimigami Tensei 5. Um, I'm like, I have more interest in it than I would most other JRPGs Interesting. or RPGs in general, just because it's like, there's, there's a lot of zeitgeist in that, you know, like it's yeah. like one of the first Switch games that we mm-hmm. knew about and like everybody loves Persona 5 and that like elevated that whole like universe more than before you know Mm -hmm. um it kind of has like that fallout 3 sort of like metroid kind of effect on the franchise where it's like ah maybe i should like check this out um but other than that i'm not like hype for it it's just something that's like ah when it comes out i'll check it out i'll play it for like an hour and see if i like it (laughs) yeah i mean i'm within that similar kind of ball camp just more like i'm i enjoy the genre more than you do so like Mm -hmm. But yeah, as far as like, there's people where they're like, I have been waiting for Shimigami Tensei 5 because like Shimigami Tensei, Shimigami Tensei, mm-hmm. or that kind of thing. And that's, I'm not there, but, um, you know, if this is a good RPG, I like RPGs. So yep. there you go, you know. Um, Henry Poole said, "My, I think my favorite was Life is Strange Remastered in True Colors coming to Switch. How dare you? The game there doesn't you go. even look as good as it could have looked. You see that trailer? You see the beginning of that? You see how nice that could have been? Now you got this freaking... I'm joking. Could have been. <laughs> uh, Trevor Steinberg said, uh, I know Nintendo said it, but do we really think there's not going to be another Zelda 35th announcement with ports? No. I, I think that it might not be a Zelda 35th announcement, mm-hmm. but I do think we're going to get more ports on it. Mm-hmm. Like they, there's at least two more Wii U games that they can murder its <laughs> legacy of, and you can bet your bottom mm-hmm. dollar that yeah. they're going to do it. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, it's. I I agree. I mean, we talked about it earlier, but yeah, that like I guess they're not going to do like a thirty fifth, a big blowout for the thirty fifth, which is disappointing. But, um, but I would be surprised if they didn't still announce those games in due time. I mean, it does mean that they're not liable to have to do anything with like any of the other games, you know, like mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like if they were going to do a 35th, then they would kind of have to represent, not have to, but like be assumed to represent some more of the full legacy rather than just the Wii U ports, but whatever. Uh, ben Shikan says, I'm really excited for the Advance Wars reboot. It gives me hope for Golden Sun and F-Zero. <laughs> nice. That's what's True. up. I mean, I feel, I feel like everybody that has a Nintendo franchise that they like, yeah. if you're even vaguely interested in Advance Wars, you, mm-hmm. it might be a good idea to pick it up. Yep, totally. I mean, the, yeah, agreed. Like, I mean, especially as far as like they can, this is a way that they figured out that they can just make make a reboot get somebody else to do it and then see what people's interest in the franchise is in general. And like, you know, even Pikmin three deluxe was the best selling Pikmin game and it's a port. So like, Mm -hmm. it's not going to be as good as it doesn't sell as well as a new game, but still obviously sold the best of any of them. So like it's worth it, you know? Exactly. Uh, topic. I think, I think mm-hmm. games like that doing well is good for everybody because then the whole stereotype of like, oh, all Nintendo makes is uh, Mario, Zelda, and Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, well, buy more than Zelda, <laughs> Mario, and Pokemon then. Yep. Um, 
Topic Crew Games and Geeks said, I'm happy that Advance Wars 1 and 2 are getting remake because it gives me hope for other games from GBA. Still hoping for Golden Sun. That was not the same comment. That's a whole separate person that said a similar thing. I'm down. Uh, Diddy Kong said, Advance Wars. Yo, a celebrity. <laughs> uh, I loved Mario plus Rabbids 2, WarioWare, Cruising, Breath of the Wild 2, and Metroid Dread, but Advance Wars came out of nowhere. It's true. Yeah. It did. Skull Kid said, I'm Another surprised. celebrity. <laughs> I'm surprised Metroid got more votes. This better mean the game sells well because people say they want another, but they never buy it's it. It's true. But also, I think that this, I mean, we talked about it, but I think this mm-hmm. game has more working towards the like yeah. working in its favor than any other Metroid before it has. So, yeah. I mean, especially because there was a while there where like Metroids were coming out all the time. Mm-hmm. So it probably felt like one of those franchises that if somebody wasn't interested, they could feel like, I'll just like, ah, wait for the next one. one. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. Whereas now it's been so long and like, yeah, I mean, it's been so long since a game that the, that everybody unanimously likes as mm-hmm. well. Like prime three was probably the last one that like people unanimously yeah, like there's like asterisks and stuff like even yeah. though like samus returns is probably good i don't know I didn't that's true that's it true. came that's out at the that. tail end of 3ds and we're like mm-hmm. already on to switch at that point it's like i don't care about so this even though game. you're right quality wise people unanimously liked it but the fact that it was on a platform that nobody was going to buy it on was the problem mm-hmm. <laughs> yep so yeah i mean that's i i think it's i mean we talked about it earlier but yeah i think it's got a great chance of actually selling well which is dope uh, Trey Spiller said, I mean, the rest are kind of meh and the Breath of the Wild trailer still left it pretty unclear until we get more. Won't live up to the hype of the initial announcement. That's fair. Yeah. Um, there you go. And Moogie said, Advance Wars. Nice. There you Advance have. Wars has the most votes. I know. As, That's... Like as far as comments are concerned. <laughs> I'm surprised. I guess we should make some Advance Wars videos. <laughs> I'm surprised. Well, I'm not surprised. I haven't made an Advance Wars video, but I'm kind of surprised that you haven't made an Advance Wars video <laughs> up until now. Like that. I mean, yeah, it's not a series that I've thought to talk about very much because mm-hmm. I haven't played any of the games. So it's, um, but yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's something I'm like, I'd like to pick up the, um, the reboot for a lot of reasons yeah so. i mean that's the that's the only like like the hard part i guess because like if there were games like on the virtual console or whatever the heck mm-hmm. you could have just made a video going off of what you played there yeah, but, yeah like to make a video about what you want from an advanced wars game on switch you got to get the advanced wars game on uh-huh. switch <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's true um all right questions from twitter chris the butte asked what pet should i get you guys a puppy or a kitten present your arguments please i love all animals so i'm not one team or the other i think we're probably both gonna vote for the same thing i am gonna have a more nuanced view than apparently you're going to so (laughs) well i say Um, you get a puppy uh kittens are fine but eventually they turn evil dude it's (laughs) it's just like inescapable I mean, I assume you because I have two dogs. You think I would say mm-hmm. puppy? Mm-hmm. Oh wait, you rather have a cat? You don't. I like grew up <laughs> exclusively cats. Like I, these are my mm-hmm. first two dogs that I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, though, to me, it totally depends on the amount of time you're gonna be. I mean, you probably know this already or think it already, but like, if I'm gonna be around the house a lot, then dog. 
And if I'm not, and if I'm going to be out and about and the animal's going to have to fend for itself more often than not, cat 100%, because they're just like, they're more independent and like, you don't have to worry about them that much. And cats are definitely more temperamental as far as like not being super cuddly for the most part. I mean, it depends on the cat, yeah, but I think, like, yeah. I think that cats that grow up with dogs <laughs> are the best combination. Honestly, best I could see cat. that. That's true. <laughs> they kind of learn some things, but like, yeah, the, I also found that like, I think cats just like their people. Um, mm-hmm. And there are some cats that are just friendly to everybody anyway. But even that, even cats don't like cats a lot of times, especially <laughs> if it's like you bring a newer cat into oh, the house. No, that's awful. Oh, that's Oh, I don't mean, I don't like, mean cats like in their own kind. I mean, cats oh. like in their own humans. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah like yeah, if yeah, you yeah, have yeah, yeah. your own cat, then like chances are that cat is going to like, you're going to be like, okay, I see what it's all about. But I mean, yeah, which Kristen did, yeah. that's obviously not an issue for you. But, but. even that, I think it's hard. Cause yeah. like, I feel like a lot of cats, they have like the kind of like, um you know how it's like the the stereotype with with dads that don't want a pet but then they uh-huh. get a pet and then they they're the one that likes to pet the most but they still yeah. aren't like it's not like man i love that pet mm-hmm. it's like i i like the pet but i'm not gonna admit it to you that's the kind of <laughs> like that's how a lot of cats feel about their person where yeah. they're like they're like i like you but i'm not gonna tell you i like you <laughs> like a dog There's... is like nah fam you're the best <laughs> yeah <laughs> like yeah but like that said if you have a dog and you're just going to leave it at the house all the time like it's going to be real sad if you mm, leave a cat mm, at the house all the time and you hang out with be it happy. twice it's a day it's gonna yep. be like it's like this is my is, house this is all I'm i ever chilling. wanted yeah. <laughs> so, all i ever wanted was to be left alone yeah that's honestly that's why we have two dogs i'm very glad now that we have two dogs because like we can't like they can't be trusted around mm-hmm. our baby yet mm-hmm. because we don't know exactly what the, you know just if they're mm-hmm. excited like then they could like jump up on her and do whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, at some point, it will all be able to be a happy family all together. But for right now, they kind of have to hang out just the two of them together pretty often, which is a little sad, but at least it's the two of them and not just one of them. Mm-hmm. And a uh, question from Discord. Rise Gang said, I would like to know your full thoughts on a more fear-based game, Metroid game with those Emmy robots chasing down Samus seeming to be the main gameplay idea of Metroid Dread. It gave me um, the it gave me Kirby's Epic Yarn extra Epic Yarn vibes, uh, with the like with the, the Diablo mode or whatever. Yeah, it is. yeah, yeah, yeah devilish yep, yep. mode or something. It, yeah, devilish mode. It gave me those kind of vibes where I was like, I had fun with that. That made me hmm. like that game way more than I would have otherwise. So I think that I probably like the the Emmys, um, in that game mm-hmm. that might make me like Metroid more than i would have otherwise <laughs> the thing i'm curious about with it is how i'm guessing that it's gonna like they're gonna build mechanics on itself as far as how you interact with the emmys and stuff like that because like um yeah that would just make sense as opposed to i know in samus returns you know they they had to deal with what samus 2 already was i mean mm-hmm. metroid 2 already was and then work off of that but i know people said that like there was some part of it that kind of got tedious as far as like there's a certain amount of Metroids, like there you have to beat a bunch of Metroids or catch a bunch of Metroids or something like that. Um, but they have similar patterns to each other. Like there's kind of a couple archetypes and so it gets kind of repetitive after a while. Mm-hmm. So I hope with the Emmys that they keep, that each one becomes like more and more interesting. Mm-hmm. And otherwise it could feel really easy to be like the Breath of the Wild thing you said before, where it's like, 
Yeah, you just feel like, eh, I know how these work. And I don't have yeah. to worry about it. But it, even if or the, that, just the environment the game and is and, yeah. and like that sort of situation, because I think that that sets in with Breath of the Wild yeah. because it's you're in it yeah. for so long. Yeah, right. Really. Exactly. So, yeah. As long as it's not like uh, another Emmy mm-hmm. area where I like I know what I'm going to have to do or kind of like best example being the Bowser's Fury thing. Like mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that for the first couple, first little while. But when I was 100%ing it, towards I was the like, end, it was like, oh my God. Okay, yeah. Bowser's Fury, like, cool, whatever. Um, so, you know, fingers crossed they do that well. But I love the idea of mm-hmm. like, um, of that. And it's specifically, they seem to be in certain areas of the game. Yeah, so you can know going when they go it. through like those pixel door mm-hmm. situations, it's that, that's an Emmy room. <laughs> yeah. So, yet to be seen, but I'm sure it'll be good. I, I like, yeah, the idea of, the fear-based i mean we made a video i don't know rise gang if you were around at the time but we made a video in 2019 about uh making a horror metroid game for halloween and uh, max was in it and we had a good old time and he talked about the sax from fusion Mm -hmm. last but not least meg man what's your all-time favorite burger hashtag fanatics foods uh a barbecue burger of some kind I I don't know. I I can't think of like a name of a burger. It's just like, yo, I'll Mm -hmm. have that on a burger and that on a burger and that Mm -hmm. on a burger. That sort of situation. Yep. I I remember one time having a burger that I was like, this is the best burger that I've ever had. (laughs) And I don't know that it would hold up. Maybe I was just really hungry that day, but it was like it hit the spot. It was some kind of like Southwest burger at a place that I think is closed now called Blue Cactus that just does kind of Southwest kind of things. Um, but I remember having that and, and just being like, yeah, that's, this is the best burger I've ever had. It's the best burger of all time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Um, I also similarly barbecue type stuff is like a pretty good go-to as far as what's on there. But honestly, I mean, I also like, if it's a good, it's kind of like a, if for anyone who watches Parks and Rec, like a Chris Traeger versus Ron Swanson situation where AJ, there's this episode of Parks and Rec where um chris traeger is rob Lowe, and so he's very like high functioning kind of very particular type guy and he's like i will make the the most exquisite burger with the best ingredients blah 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 blah. and ron swanson who's um, nick offerman is like i don't know i'll make a better burger so and then they both make them and like chris traeger's is all like turkey burger and like very whatever and they're eating it like wow that's so good and ron swanson's is literally just like store brand meat ketchup and mustard and buns and he just grills it and then they're like nope this wins so much this is the best burger <laughs> and there's there's an element of that for sure we're like if it's just a good like you know done just like good grilled burger, burger yeah. mm-hmm. and like mustard and ketchup and i'm i'm happy you know and onions, I'm, onions. I'm not on the i don't like mustard or ketchup <laughs> well, i'm I not like a big fan of ketchup of mustard but ketchup can ketchup can universally f off like there's, <laughs> there's no ketchup that i like but there's yeah. some mustard that's fine i think i don't know if there's ever a situation that i like ketchup for ketchup but there's i like it in its combination with mustard on specifically things that you would like eat at a cookout or barbecue or whatever like in that context, I'll do both and I'll, like hot dogs and hamburgers, both of them. But yeah, I don't think ever just catch up. Mm-hmm. That's true. And that's all of our Q and A. Um, here, so here's the question: mm-hmm. uh, What do you think about Loki? 
<laughs> did you see you did you see you watched the second episode two? episode yeah all right for anybody who hasn't watched loki peace out yeah, you did goodbye. it good job love you it's, guys it's, it's time of the show where we talk about marvel <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah all right and spoilers yes we watched it on the day it came out and mm-hmm. it is i'm very much enjoying that show it's, so the, it's a good show we were saying if if the scene of um, nothing matters, <laughs> that scene where he's like at Pompeii and like checking stuff mm-hmm. out, we're like, if, we're, if that doesn't become a meme, we've failed the world. Like that sure, was just... true. I, I mean, well, I'm not, I'm surprised it's not already a meme. I know. Yeah. Maybe they're, you know, people are being cognizant of spoilers, but yeah, maybe. I don't, just... I don't trust the collective internet that much. <laughs> I know, me neither. I just feel like I, maybe I don't follow the wrong people, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm in. It looks yeah. cool. Yeah. The Lady Loki thing. I feel like the watching people's YouTube channels and stuff like mm-hmm. that made it less surprising. Mm. Like, made it rock yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, this is probably going to be the thing. Then mm-hmm. it was Lady Loki. And I was like, oh, that's neat. Yeah, cool. <laughs> you know, and I don't know how I feel because, like, same kind of thing with um, Agatha Harkness in WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody was saying it's going to be Agatha Harkness, and then it was. But I kind of prefer that versus being like, I don't even know Agatha Harkness. Harkness is a person, and it's like, haha, it's me, Agatha right. Harkness. And you're like, okay. Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> so something about this, yeah. I mean, just the fact that like it's a girl, it's not a guy, is definitely a more close to home reveal than mm-hmm. a full character that we're supposed to know things about that we didn't know things about or whatever. Right. Um, but I agree. Yeah. We watching episode two, we were both like, it's lady. Look, it's lady. It's, it's, it's lady. looking. <laughs> we, I do wonder though, somebody pointed out that her name in something is Sylvie. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's like and in the people pointed the out Spanish, that that's the, in- uh, or something like that. Like yeah. The Spanish credits. But, um, that that's the name of the enchantress mm-hmm. which i don't know anything about the enchantress yeah, other than stuff but i i do wonder if she's if they just merge those two characters together like they've done that some in the mcu i think where they're like this this character and this superhero are now just kind of like the same person mm-hmm. so i wonder if maybe there's an element of that where like she that thing but i, I don't know anything about her to really know that other than she did the like you know stuff yeah I, like i i wonder if she is going to be like because you know like marvel and a lot of stuff now uh makes like the villain ambiguous where it's like is it a villain or no it might be yeah, you right. know killmonger dude <laughs> yeah <laughs> like maybe he's a good dude but he just does it by the wrong means or yep. is she just straight up like a good guy and yeah. she is doing what she should be and then mm-hmm. we find out that the the time variance authority mm-hmm. is the bad guy and it's like well we you guys just yeah. want the world this very specific way because mm-hmm. it helps you or whatever right um we Ashley and I started watching uh, the film theory video on it and we got about halfway through and like there were a couple things that that they said in there that I was like oh I I think they kind of missed like some major points like it's okay basically whether or not the the um, what's it called timeline the sacred timeline mm-hmm. is one universe or it's multiple universes but within one timeline which i it it obviously i i think it is a multiverse that each there's like it's kind of a big rope 
with tons yeah. and tons of little strands in it. And each of those is a universe. And if one deviates and they snip that one and then it comes back, but like there's, you know, it's a multiverse there. Um, and the, in the video, the film theory video, they were like something, 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 there's only one universe and there could become a multiverse. And we're like, Ooh, I, <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Cause like, obviously there already <laughs> is a multiverse. Yeah. yeah. And like, they're fine with that. They just want, they don't want like a variant to spin off into more variants. Exactly. And throw everything out of whack. Yeah. So that's, I was, we literally stopped the video halfway through it. Cause we we're like, no, if they got that part wrong, like the assumptions based off of that yeah, man, kind of like matter. Diggly, it's like Diggly being a worm all over again, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I blame this all on Dan. <laughs> And like every time I bring that up, people are like, hold on, is Diglett a, a worm? I'm like, yo, his name is it's in the Pokedex is literally a, a the mole, mole Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> like he's a mole. He's big mole. <laughs> like, yeah. That is so funny to think about. Yeah, what do we just assume Diglett's body under there is just like a full-on rodent? Yeah, I like maybe his he like he just has like little feet under there. He's like oblong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's kind of scary to think about honestly yeah. but like i mean obviously it's correct as opposed to a, a worm whatever it looks like it's not a worm it's yeah like some I, kind the of way worm. i see diglett is like diglett is like the the dirt mm-hmm. that like directly under that is his like arms and they're mm-hmm. like hanging on like on top of the ground almost mm-hmm. and then his feet are like hanging down yeah like, on yeah. the bottom it's i can see that small <laughs> So is Doug Trio three separate ones of them or, okay. Okay. I would think so too, but like maybe it's one body with three heads and that's creepy. Maybe, maybe it's a cat dog situation (laughs) and they have no situation as you will. (laughs) True. Mm -hmm. True. Uh, But yeah, Loki's it's fun. I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot just in terms of like the tone of it is neat. And like, yeah, I wonder if this is like, cause they do it with all the shows where it's like, is this going to like connect directly into multi- freaking uh-huh. multiverse of madness? Like, where's it going to be? I wonder yeah. if this actually will. Cause like, mm-hmm. this is like set up to be that, or at least yeah. like, uh, it's the thing that will allow them to not deep dive into what a multiverse mm-hmm. is and why that matters. And yeah. like, cause they kind of already did it multiple times already. So mm-hmm. they can just get into it. And then when something happens, that's like, oh my God, the time variance authority is going to be pissed that Wanda did that. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that is, I, I definitely agree with what you said before of like, probably the time variance authority is bad guys mm-hmm. because like, I mean, just in general, they're like, even if they're not the bad guy somehow, like they're bad guys. They're because all bad just like, guy. Yeah, like, it does suck that like, yeah, I think it was the new Rockstars video from today or something, um, or maybe the Screen Crush one. I don't know. But the fact that Loki literally was just doing it, one of his many, many, many shenanigans. And this one was like, well, you're going to get obliterated for this. Yeah. They're like, this just one, we don't like that one. Switching in, like going somewhere else. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. That's so. his whole thing. It is. He yeah. exists for that reason. Yeah. So the question too is like, yeah, does he in the next episode, does he do he and Lady Loki team up in some regard or I don't know. it looks like that. 
because like she was like at first it was like adversarial kind of i don't know mm-hmm. if loki was like man i'm better than you like mm-hmm. if that was just like his whole motivation yeah. where he's like i'm better than you and i want to beat you because i'm better mm-hmm. than you period and then she's like this isn't about you he's like shoot it's not about me <laughs> <laughs> help her out now uh-huh yeah yeah that's a good point and like that yeah, he's starting to see the. I mean, I'm, he already saw the cracks in the seams of TVA and stuff, but mm-hmm. it'll it'll be fun. I'm I'm down for it. I just love all these things setting up other things. And it's very can't good. Wait. It's very good. They're good at what they do. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, all right. Well, we're, we're done doing it. what we do. I don't know if we're good at it or not, but <laughs> let us know in the comments. Um, like, comment, subscribe. Indeed. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. <laughs> Peace.